I have a feeling that I'm going to be picking like big budget, like just dummy, dummy movies, <laughs> big dummy movies. And then you guys are going to have all these like indie, indie gems that people are going to be like, man, I'm really glad those guys turned me onto this. And everyone's going to be like, I've seen in game. You fucking loser. You know? I will say this feels like, like the way like 2003 2004 was for indie movies like this was a yes. solid ass year for that i, I think i think because of netflix you're starting to see some love for those kind of things well so what, like everybody happening? else is what's like happening? oh i'll put some money into it too because i don't want netflix to have it all <laughs> and, and what's happening too is you have like there are fledgling studio well they were fledgling yeah. studios that are now consistently like a24 has now found a model oh, where they consistently so good, yeah. take take like a five million dollar budget, but Wes, and they I'm gonna, just fucking stop. hit home runs. Let's stop because yeah. I yeah, want to talk about this that. on the podcast. Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. Attention, students! The Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. I actually have something to talk about right now. I'm going to cut the music short. Oh. You guys ready Whoa. for this? You guys ready for this? Cut Do my it. music. Do it. So, <laughs> so uh, I was editing. Over here. You know, I was editing the draft podcast last week, our 150th episode. And during the opening, Drew decides to mock the draft pod opening credits. Do you remember that? Did you hear that when you listened to it? I do. I do remember that. No. I did. So. so I listen. So this is you saying it over top of the thing. The Are you ready? Okay. Okay. So then I isolated Drew's microphone, <laughs> and I got just him talking. And I wanted you guys to hear how he doesn't say any words at all. He only makes the sounds of the words that are being made. You ready for this? session. Please make your way to class. <laughs> he says class. I think that's the only. But listen to the beginning. You ready? Here, you ready? Come to university network. It's now at session. <laughs> yeah, it's like you were say. It's like you were saying the words that a cat makes when it steps on a keyboard. So, <laughs> I, I can tell you why that was d- done. That's so. It's because that I was listening to like ten episodes on like two times speed. Oh yeah! So like that's why that was in my oh, head. Oh, that's yeah. so Jabroni funny! Network is now in session. Please make your way to the class. I was what? I was laughing about it so hard. Like, what is? What was? But yeah, yeah. Oscar season. Oscar Mayer. Oscar De La Hoya. The Golden Boy. Yeah. Oscar the Golden Man. Oscar the Grouch. We're gonna give out Golden Mans. Kessler, long lost brother of Drew and Darren. <laughs> is there is there an Oscar, it's Oscar season? Yeah. He, he lives in the he lives in the attic. We give him fish heads. 
<laughs> he came over. He he's so smooth that he came over with Elliot, except he didn't get caught. Uh-huh. <laughs> like that's how smooth that. <laughs> and he was he like, him up and "Where will going, nobody Ohio. find me, Ohio?" So he he went up there and he's uh, he just recently went through a drive-through on a hospital bed, you know. <laughs> How great is that? <laughs> that is some Ohio shit right there. I know that McDonald's. <laughs> oh, wow. Because I was like, oh, Hill and Reynolds. <laughs> I know exactly that. Yeah, is. some dude came rolling through the drive-thru in, a, in an actual hospital bed. And I will tell you, it is a it is something like people I know in Toledo have are all figuring, trying to figure out all of the logistics of it. Where did he come from? How did yeah. this happen? Like, what? Everyone wants to know more than what we got out of it. It's a mystery. Here, here's a little, uh, a little, just a little softball thrown out there. Hey, Toledo, we may be trying to come to you in 2019. That's all I'm going to say right now. How about 2020? I think you should come to Toledo yeah. in the future instead of the past. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, it is 2020. <laughs> oh man. But the thing is, we're talking about the best movies of 2019. That's why we got, Wes, give me an aerial shot of Aladdin busting. I want a backlighter backside to get wood to water, a.k.a. Timberlake Justin. Damn, this is art. I'll be given the best direction. All the fellas in the theater just popping erections. My style absurd. I keep the lines blurred. Anger some people preferred. I'm a film nerd. If we were Avengers, they'd call me Wesley Slasher. Up next is my buddy Drew the Ball Flasher. He could be baiting fools like a master. If you need some info to gather, we got my main jams, the hacker. If we need the triple X factor, we got Mr. Laser Cat, a.k.a. Andy the Finger Blaster, Alan Bryanton Liner Kistler. <laughs> oh, man. That was like a Everybody combo Everybody in one verse. Everybody in one verse, man. Yeah. Because that's how good 2019 was in movies. I want to get to the shit. James, smoke those balls. Smoke those balls. Okay. Yeah. Can you hear now? 2019. You can barely hear that. It's going to go down in history as one of the greatest movie years of all time. I agree. Yeah. So that's why this list is going to be so tough this year. Hold on, guys. You hold on. Yeah. What's wrong is he's uh, shedding a tear for how good it is. Mm. I mean, I can hear him. It's just, it's going to be tough. Are you sure it's not just your thing? Mike's connection. There's no. Mm. Somebody's headphones not working? It was working a little bit ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, way too loud. Yeah. How about now? Oh, yeah. A little bit down. The tension was. There we go. Yeah. That's smooth. Are you just screaming, Andy? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He said, turn it down. So. That's his. I screamed. Oh, I thought that was Andy's new laugh. Andy turned on the new episode of Flow and Tell. Oh man, oh, KA's ready to do a show. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Fucking KA coming out of your network. Yeah. All right. I was uh, texting with him about that. This sweet idea. Oh, yeah, we got balls to drop. Yeah. Here we go. So, James, go we got ahead and drop those drop. balls, and I'll tell everybody to uh, 
Subscribe, like, review our podcast on whatever format they're listening on. And if you want to find out other ways to listen, go to thedraftpod.com slash how to listen. What pick do you want, Wes? What are you I hoping for? I don't know. I, I've mulled it over, man. And it's this is going to be – the first two rounds are going to be complete bloodbath shootouts. I, you know what's crazy I, about this? I feel like this is one of the first year that the movies that you would have, like, as your top – you have a feeling that some of us may have those same movies up near the top. Which is why I've got some good variables. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So here's how it felt. I got, I got different this year. I got different, man. You you expanded your, yeah. your horizons. In two I did. Uh, you guys, blew you guys up your uh, mind in October. In. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. True. Accurate. Yeah. You guys ready Jay. for this? Yeah. What's the word? Ready. It went Andy. Drew, yes! James, and then Fuckface. Oh, let's do it, man! Whoa. I wanted my okay. second before Wes had his second. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, right. I wanted my first before any of you guys had your first, so I succeeded. Okay, that's right. And you know what else happened this past year? What? Andy expanded his mind. This is the first time. One. I've ever had a foreign movie as my number one and two probably ever had a foreign movie in my top 10. Hey man, she ain't even taking the parasite. Give me parasite. Parasite. Yeah. Hey, she ain't. That should be be number one. That was going to be mine. That's that's that movie about the pregnancy, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's all about pregnancy. <laughs> no, uh, this, this, is, this is a good movie, man. Andy, this movie was Andy, insane. Andy, she, yes. ain't, she ain't gonna love you unless you pull up in a foreign, you know? <laughs> oh, uh, miracle whip, we call it fake man. Um, yeah, man, this fucking movie was insane. I didn't expect to like, like a it's movie a that I had to movie. read. It's a you know? perfect movie. I had to yeah. read, and this I still love it, number one. That's what's insane. It has everything. It has yeah. everything you want. It there's you laugh. It, it mm-hmm. gets scary, intense. There's these whimsical moments. It's fucking perfect. It's so yeah. Cool. It's hilarious. It's thriller. It's it probably I don't know because I don't know enough about horror yet. Even though I dove into it a little bit, it has elements where it feels like it's about to go straight horror. It's listed as that. It, I mean, it, it is it, okay. Wow, yeah. I wasn't sure because I was like. Yeah. Man, this feels a little horror-ish. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else it It's got like the whole... (laughs) It's more of a comedy than it is horror or what? I would say. Yeah, yeah, I I would say I feel like it's more comedic than horror. I thought it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. Um, It's so funny. Really? And uh, like last year, I think the gentrification was kind of the main theme of some of the best movies and stuff like that or racial relations and stuff like that. This year, it's kind of like about social class. Yes. And and that's where Parasite was, where like even like they sat where they lived, you know. I'll just without giving anything away. There's a family of four, and then there's this rich family. The family of four lives at this place where it's kind of underground, but they can see the light um, of like up on the road. Like they even have people coming and pissing on their window. They live in a green slum, basically. And then the other one. So the water flows down to where they live. And then the rich people, you know, they're watching the water flow down to the other people. 
because there's a lot of water element in this. And so the, the poor family is able to kind of hustle their way into different jobs with the rich family, which is fantastically done. Oh, um, so good. And like the poor family gets to feel like what it's like to be living or, or having jobs or whatever with the rich family. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of social commentary on this and then it takes a freaking spend three quarters of the way in. Uh, yeah, this movie had me hooked and I did not realize I could ever be into a foreign movie, especially with like subtitles as much as I was into this. This was freaking brilliant. Wow. It's the, it's the movie that I look at and go, this should win everything mm-hmm. because it masters everything. It mastered yeah. this. It, the storytelling is there in the script. The performances are great. It looks good. It sounds good. Like it did everything right. Yeah, it's Man, I so fucking good. I, you know, I, I don't think this was a movie two years ago that I would be watching at all. And I just voted it as my best movie of 2019. That's fucking that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That is that's a credit to the filmmaker. Yeah. 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 And it's a credit to, to you guys just kind of expanded my mind like I talked about on episode 150. Um you guys really did that with even if like some of the horror stuff doesn't sit with me that I watched from 2019 uh the, the horror month uh movie thing. Yeah. What it did is open up my mind to watch a bunch of other things that maybe I typically wouldn't have watched. Um, sure. I can't suggest Parasite enough to you guys. It's going to be one that sits with you and you want to like Google stuff and, you know, want to try to figure out why he did certain things that he did. This, yeah. uh, what's his name? Bong Joon Cho? Bong yeah. Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho. Like, the, are you the director? Yeah. Yes. Wild. This shit's wild. It's amazing. Yeah. That's he awesome. did another movie set. called, he's got a monster movie called The Host. From the early 2000s, okay. that's a lot of fun too. Man, yeah, I, I may uh, actually yeah. go back and check some of those old ones. Yeah, I'm excited about watching this because I've been, uh, I keep seeing the cover and I keep seeing it, and I'm like, man, I get, I'm interested in that, but then end up watching something else that's not good. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I highly recommend taking the two hours to watch that. It's, yeah. it, it's such a great experience as, yeah. from yeah, an audience is. perspective. Drew, did you watch it? Yeah. What you think about it? I loved it. It it was it was it was going to be up there. Um, this wasn't my number yeah. one, but uh, okay. Yeah, I I did. It, it was really good. Uh, <clears throat> the tension and everything like that. The uh, yeah, they're under yeah. the table. It's just I'm just going like, to latch palpable. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, J- yeah. James, love you the will, word palpable. Yeah, James, you will you will love you will appreciate the comedic element to it. Yeah. So yeah. much. Yeah. It, it's. I think so that's what does it for are, me. Oh. Yeah, when you add the comedy in with the other things, which I think 2019, there's a lot of movies like that that just kind of added subtle comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that makes it more watchable for me. Okay. Um, then, then without, I don't know. I think it's like brilliant when people do that as opposed to just going straight freaking drama or straight freaking thriller adding in those yeah. little lines just kind of like gives you a little like i yeah. don't know a smile you know so it's it's that's the reason like i said i think this movie's hilarious that's the reason marvel beats dc you know <laughs> I, I, I agree with you that's yeah. fair that's yeah. fair yeah. yeah they can still 
they still will bring you because the joke a joke will bring you back right yes you get sucked into the tension of a moment right and something there's high very high stakes involved but the minute somebody says something that's kind of tongue-in-cheek it brings you back where you're like oh okay all right yep Mm -hmm. we're still we're we're in this with them this is fun yeah yeah right yeah there's a there's a uh i'll just say there's one part there's an element in the movie where um they talk about smell and it's it's both hilarious and i also kind of was like damn I feel bad a that I'm at this shit. A little <laughs> de- depressing. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a, you, you'll see what I mean when you watch it, but yeah, the, the, just kind of the foreshadowing and all the elements of water, um, I really enjoy. And also how they pull it together and then flip yeah. it its head in the third act. It's, yeah. uh, Man, it's got it. everything. It's, love it. It's amazing. Good pick. Yeah. Good pick. Man. Thank you. Thank you. Shit. I'm just gonna. Fuck, I just went full cinephile. I'm just gonna latch on to all of you guys' indie movies like a parasite for the rest of this episode. <laughs> it's a wise decision. Yeah. <laughs> so I was two. You're two. All right. Well, like I said, I watched this one a week ago or two weeks ago, whenever, and I sent you guys a text. Like I just watched my number one, and that is Jojo Rabbit. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. This movie was so My man good. made a Hitler movie in 2019 yeah. and it is endearing and funny. Exactly. <laughs> this is one of the seven movies I have that I want to see that I did not see. So yeah, this oh, movie man. I really um, wanted to see, but I, I didn't. If we would have had two extra anything. days, this was, yeah, <laughs> this was next on my list to watch. Yeah. This it, dude, uh, it, it's so good. It says like, um, the uh, basically the little boy. His uh, he is a almost like he's in this like Nazi boot camp. Uh, his mother yeah. Scarlett Johansson is hiding a uh Jewish girl in her in her bedroom, and it's just kind of that. Um, and then you know, shout out hey, to Anne Frank. Shout out to Anne Frank. Absolutely. What up, Anne? Absolutely. <laughs> and if you're listening, uh, I used to mess her up with the blind lady, Helen Keller. Uh, you ever mess them up? Yeah, no, I've no. never messed them up. I think yeah, when I was a kid, I had. I had. I'm sure I had. Yeah. Yeah. God, she would. She would be awful if she were blind and deaf and in the attic. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Takai Takai is he? He's the. Uh, who also plays Hitler in this, by the way? Yeah, he's the oh, guy really? from. Uh, yeah, he's in What We Do in the Shadows, right? Yes, is that guy? Yeah, yeah, he's he runs with those Flight of the Concords guys. Yeah, yeah he directed. Uh, he directed Ragnarok, the, right? Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, and has like that. He did. Oh, he did. some of those same. Oh, elements. I need to see yeah. that then. I love Ragnarok. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Sounds like he's getting a. Sounds like he's getting a Star Wars movie too. Oh, nice. Oh, amazing. Sam. Uh, well, yeah. he. Uh, I think he directed one of the Mandalorians. He did. Uh, um, Sam Rockwell's in this. He's really good. Uh, God, it's just, it's just such a it's such a beautiful movie. So, I've heard the kid is probably like the best kid actor of the year. Yeah, I I would say this is as close in a modern era as you get to what Monty Python captured. Yeah. Their oh. Yeah. If they were to take a series, like you know. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. 
If they were to make a, well, I, I guess their movies were kind of two hour long sketches, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But at the end, like, they pop up this quote, and I just think it was awesome. Uh, Let everything happy, happen to you. Beauty and terror. Just keep going. No feeling is final. Like, yes. Because there is some heartbreak in this movie. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, it, I don't know. It's very beautiful. Got me all emotional. Yep. <laughs> good, good, good pick. Good pick. Awesome. Yeah. These are like two completely like first two picks are very, yeah, different from typical years we've had. That's right. And it's gonna it's about to get even weirder because I'm gonna pick my only <laughs> indie movie probably on my whole team. Oh, okay. And uh, this movie is the darkest movie I've ever seen in my entire life with probably the happiest ending I've ever seen. Not the happiest ending I've ever seen, but with a happy ending. So yeah. I'm going with Midsummer. I was going to yeah. say, if you're going with I think you're going with, I mean, happy is relative. <laughs> <laughs> so, so can I just, before you, you go, I, I did not I, see this one. I actually yeah. wanted this movie because I thought of the perfect, like, TV like Netflix description of this movie. Yeah. And it was a young orphan girl <laughs> has to, uh travels halfway across the world with her teddy bear to finally finally find a family home. Uh, <laughs> that's like the the Disney description of this movie. Exactly. And then you watch it and you fucking kill yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I need to see this, but this was the last on my list of twenty nineteen movies it, that I it is watch. a uh, <laughs> it is an endurance exercise. Yeah. Dude, okay, this but, was definitely this was my number two. Like that's why the thing about this so movie, good the the camera work and the beauty of the movie is Ooh. so amazing. Well, it's all in it's all in daylight. I yeah. know. Like, it's you so never see that. I know. You never see huh. that anymore. It's so insane. Now, I'll tell you this: the cover the cover sold me on like wanting to see it, and I was very confused because everybody was talking about how dark it was, but the color was so like. Bright and cheery. Yeah, dude. There, I, I mean, like, I... the 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 imagery in this movie goes from like the most beautiful thing you've ever seen to like the most horrific thing you've ever seen. Yeah, and it's, it's like, trauma. It's back like, and forth. Yeah. It's back and forth nonstop. Back and forth. It's it's and ulti- yeah. ultimately the movie at its core is about is about emotional support trauma and damage and how you deal with those things yeah like that's what the movie's about right it's about dealing with the emotional fallout of of trauma and this is the same person that did hereditary or yeah Ari okay yeah okay man i'm gonna probably destroy (laughs) myself here but i'm wondering if you should just because i never got to it (laughs) well yeah if i should go back to back hereditary midsummer one day Oh, I wonder what that plays like. Yeah. Also, I wonder if I'll commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah, uh, this movie, this movie is has a. I watched this movie three days ago, and I haven't stopped thinking about it since. Oh, it's so good. It's oh god, so, it's uh, modern horror. If the next person, if if you encounter somebody that's like horror isn't good anymore, find a big dead fish and slap them in the fuck you couldn't be any further from the truth and you talk about breakout like 
what's her name? Florence Pugh. Is that her yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> she had this. She had another one. I don't know if we get it brought up. I know we've all seen it this year, but she's had, uh, you know, this is a good year for her. So, uh, she, and it, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, isn't she in the Black Widow movie? Oh, I think so. I think she plays her sister. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's awesome. I, she's awesome yeah. in this. And, and dude, like, have you ever hated anyone more than her boyfriend? Oh my, my god, what a goddamn pot! Christian is a fucking god, dude. Me and my wife were sitting there watching it, like, fuck this fucking guy. Ugh. Ashley was seething from like the first twenty minutes of the movie, dude, about and, that guy. and just that first, yeah, that first scene, like. Oh, we all know a guy like that. Yeah. You watch it and you're like, oh, I know a guy like that. Yeah. That, oh, the first God. scene when she calls, or, you know, the, she calls, and then when she calls back, and it's just, yeah. and you just oh. see what happened. You're like, oh, my oh. God. <laughs> it's so dense. Yeah. Oh, God. Dude, and that scene in the beginning, my God, I I can't stop. It, it, yeah. it, it's the image is burned into yeah. my skull, I think. But, I don't know. But, Brother, what is going on in Sweden? <laughs> I know. I don't know, but I want to go. You know, that shit makes... <laughs> what are these fucking Swedes doing? People are listening to this, and they're like, we have no idea what the movie's about yet. <laughs> but the fact is... The so movie we got about... Korea, yeah. uh, Germany, and Sweden? Yeah, baby. Yeah. Holy shit. Hey, yeah, in stay, my, step your game up. In my world, those three, con- those three countries have consistently put out good films. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, yeah, Midsummer, man. That is wild. It's a fucking experience. Yeah, so just kind of explain it for, like, if you're me, if you're explaining it to me. I told you. Why should I I see Midsummer? A girl's dearly. Why would you see it? A young orphan girl travels across the world (laughs) to find a family. (laughs) (laughs) Is it like a modern-day Fievel? Yes, except the opposite. Uh, Yeah. 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 Without without the joy. (laughs) There are no cats in America. Oh, you know the way the way that they uh, the last thing I'll say about it is the way that they portray like the the acid trip or or whatever. I don't know if it's DMT or whatever it is, but the, like the hallucination. Yeah, thing. the hallucinations yeah. of the Just to Joe Rogan. The, the way they. <laughs> The way they make like like when she's looking up at the tree and the way like the bark on yeah. the tree is moving and and it dude I don't know like. I was very impressed with how this movie looked in the camera. The guy would yeah. do like, I, I have a way in my mind where I visualize, like if I see a shot that I really like, I visualize how they did it, you know? Yeah. So yes. Yes. I, I, yeah, that's kind of like a direct, the director in me, but like there's a scene where they're driving and the camera flips upside down and the road is yeah. upside down and the trees are all yes. upside down. And then as they come to the sign, the camera flips back around and it does like a kind of like a 180 sideways turn back to the sun. It, it, it was like the, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, about, yeah. Yeah, I fucking loved that. I, I just love. Yeah. yeah. It's a great, great fucking movie. Agreed. Good yeah. pick. Dude, from, from how movies were shot in 2019, there's so many movies that I saw that were just shot. Amazing. Some of the movies I may not have even been into, but like, I was like watching it and like, I'm like, damn, this is shot real pretty. Yeah. You're taking a risk. If you do something unique, you know that you're taking a risk. But if it plays to the story and, Mm -hmm. like, 
it enhances the story, which is what happens a lot in Midsummer. Yeah. Um, that that only like that only lends itself to you enjoying how the story plays out because that's not something you expect to see. You didn't expect a shot like that in a movie. Mm -hmm. You, in your head, you're watching a movie, you're following a story, you're following the characters and it's a linear thought. So when something like that happens, you're like, Oh God, well that's not how the world works. (laughs) Right. How are you making this appeal to me? I, I, I fucking love that. Did that in hereditary too. There's some really cool shit in there. Oh man. So you got back to back here. Yeah. All right. I'm very so, intrigued. Um, How many my, of uh, those movies were up near the well, top for you? My number one went. You took Andy. Yeah. Um. So I am gonna go with and and Midsummer was definitely on my list. Um. But uh, since these are still here, um, I'm gonna go with. Look, I could I could spin it five different ways, but the reality of it is this: the the guy doesn't miss. When he makes a movie, it's an event. And this is no exception. This is a Hollywood fairy tale. It is <clears throat> looks so good. <sighs> it is impeccably acted. Number nine. It, it makes you <laughs> want number two. to be there. You want to be in it. You want to be in the moment. You want to you want to feel all of those feelings, smell all the smells. That's why Quentin Tarantino is the best at what he does. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, this is my number two, but this is my number one most rewatchable movie. Oh, hands down, yes. Yeah, it's, it's not close. He did something. He did something no no one in Hollywood has done, and he told the story of Sharon Tate in a way that makes her human, and we get to know her. It's not about how she died; it's about who she was or potentially could have been. Because she didn't, yeah. and that <laughs> exactly, and. <clears throat> And rather than like, rather than going that morose route, he loves Hollywood too much to to tell you that miserable version of the story. And it is, I I just, I mean, have you, when's the last time, tell me the last time Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio were that good in anything. Like they weren't. They, Leo's was, my favorite, so I, I can know. tell you a bunch. But I, I, I hear you. I, 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 to me, they're both great in everything they fucking do. So. Absolutely, but what I'm saying is, at right now, a a little elevated age for both of them. They're not, you know, this isn't like they're still leading men, but these are like these are different performances. Well, I think that's why it hit it hit hard, kind of on both of them, because there is somewhat of a mirroring to actual reality um, in terms of there not being. There's some of the last big time movie stars that are left because now it's more about the movie than it is necessarily the movie star. Yeah. People don't go to watch movies for the movie star as much anymore as that used to be the thing in the eighties and nineties and way, obviously even more once you get to the seventies to fifties, you know? Oh, Um, sure. Yeah. But, um, and like you mentioned, them getting a bit older, Brad yeah. Pitt. I don't yeah. know that I've been in this this end of Brad Pitt since Inglorious Bastards. To be quite honest, sure. Yeah. Um, they did a whole breakdown, and this this was my this might be my favorite thing of the movie. They basically went through like a five to seven minute like montage just to tell a one line joke where yeah. like Brad Pitt was standing on the roof. Um, he's like, oh, makes sense now. Yep. Because he was trying to figure out why he's not getting hired, and they went through this five to seven minute thing. <laughs> 
that like paid off this one line joke. And I, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. And uh, yeah. And, and how everything was shot was, was amazing. Oh, well, that goes without saying, yeah. man. I yeah. Mean, he, he, he rebuilt. Took you back Hollywood. in time. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he turned, he turned West Hollywood into the Hollywood of his youth. And I mean, that's fucking, uh, God, I, this is my favorite, hands down my favorite Leonardo DiCaprio performance ever yeah. like he took he consumed that character Dude, and made you, like, that guy a real movie like to me it was like okay i can see where this is kind of a steve mcqueen type character no he was playing a dude that in my head was like oh this is a real guy yeah. this is a real yeah. person he's playing a real actor yeah Dude, they shot a movie scene within the movie scene and that scene was incredible oh and that- when they put him in this the great escape I mean, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. Man. Um, oh man, yeah, and like it's, I talked about on I think the be, the best just the potties, the uh, like that scene where he's reading the book, like and oh. he's just realizing like he is that old cowboy now, like yeah, oh my yeah. god, it, yeah. it's so uh, good. and the little girl walking up to him. That is the best acting I've ever seen in my, <laughs> my life, life or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like I felt they, that. I don't want to leave this out either. Margot Robbie, yeah, is fucking. I like you're in love. You fall in love with Sharon Tate. Yeah, she made you fall in love with Sharon Tate, and uh, it's it's just it's Tarantino. It was. Mm-hmm. It's it, my it, favorite it, ending to a movie of 2019. That whole fight scene, uh, like hey, fuck uh, yeah, dude. All of so that. Good. Oh my god, so it's, it's absolutely my favorite ending. I've already know. I've heard it. Have you oh, seen it? Oh, Oh, you have? Yeah. I think uh. you spoiled it on No, but I don't but there's things that happen in that fight scene that I would yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah, ruin for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. But it, obviously it, Quentin Tarantino just takes history and kind of revises it the way that he wants to, and I love yes. how he does it. I know other people can't stand it, which is weird to me. Because I'm like <laughs> like right? you're into like Disney movies. Why like, why do you care that that happens? Why would you not want the happy <laughs> yeah. thing? Yeah. 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 yeah, like I don't understand. Um <laughs> Uh, but like the way he rewrote it is like uh, so uh, awesome. It, it's so much fun. It's such a fun movie. I like the I, I like the idea of taking a story that has like a dastardly ending and creating a fairy tale out of it and making it sweet. Uh, like I like that idea. So I'm I'm interested in I'm very interested in seeing it. I mean, you, I, you, I use the word sweet loosely, but I'm just saying, <laughs> you know. It, no, it, <laughs> it is in the sense that like there's a sweetness to the idea that. Not every like our history is pretty morose, yeah, right? Yeah. Our country has has a kind of, has a dark history in in the short time that it's existed. Yeah, and we can we can dwell on the darkness of it, or we can take these things and and tell tell stories in a way that lets that that lets people relive parts of the past, but still have some, you know, you can still have a little bit of a twinkle in your eye because you can tell a different story. It doesn't have to be the history. It can be the story that you want to tell. Right. Yeah. And, and that's what, that's what this, that's what he did. He, he loves and respects Hollywood and its history. And that's why he wanted to tell the story from that perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and when somebody brings up Manson next time, like, this will forever be in my head of like exactly. somebody will be like, oh, the Charles Manson thing. I'll be like, yeah, but did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? <laughs> yeah. So it's able to spin something, which I think is very cool to talk about something that's always been completely negative. Yeah. And kind Absolutely. Of put like a, 
a fun little spin on it. Um, I don't know. I like that. I feel like you know? the, the only person that should be mad about the ending is Charles Manson. Because, <laughs> you know, That's you know? <laughs> exactly right, yeah. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine I him way watching more people. <laughs> what are they doing to me? They're making me look like an idiot. Which, that's funny because it glorifies, like, him looking like an idiot more than it glorifies, like, the evil shit that he did. So I like the idea of not necessarily glorifying it to, like, where people are like, oh, man, that was a... That was a badass dude because that's how he wants to be remembered. Right, yeah. So yeah, kind of picking yeah. picking fun at him the way Jojo Rabbit did to to Hitler. Yes. Um, I like the idea of that happening because now it's like, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, you douche. Like, check it out. We spun you to look like an idiot. And I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Hell yeah. Um, now, now my uh, my second pick, uh, it, you know, it's it would be in the other end of the spectrum from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because – once Upon a Time in Hollywood has an ensemble cast. Whereas this movie has two actors in it. Son of a bitch. Okay. And it's, uh, it, it is a, uh, it, it, it is a, another one of those endurance tests. Uh, it's, it's a movie about the punishing elements of, uh, isolation and, uh, and the mania of losing your mind. Um, the dude that made the witch once again, does it hits another home run. My second pick is the lighthouse. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, that's, that's the, uh, that's the second most one that I want to see that I haven't seen yet. So it, man, that dude is fucking, he is the slow burn King. Like if Ari Aster is the, is now the new face of traumatic emotional horror, this dude is the I'm gonna I'm gonna light this light the wick and it's gonna burn very slowly and I'm gonna, gonna mind un- fuck you. Yes, I'm gonna unravel you psychologically mm-hmm. over a, a long period of time. And I and I love the fuck, way it's good. I love the way he just did, like used the sound like it was very like uh, it reminded me a lot of um, like there will be blood. Like when it's just yes. like, ba-dunk, 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 you yep. know, like that, that whole opening scene where it's just like that, like it's, it's just tension building from like, from the, from, from the, the first frame. <laughs> yeah. And it just never lets up. It, no, it, it's a, and it, and he uses the sound mix to like, and you don't realize it's after the fact that the sound mix is specifically used to set you on your heels the whole time you're yeah. watching it. I, fucking, if you can't watch this movie and come away from it and, and, and just look at like Robert Pattinson's post twilight career and go, that dude, man, a fucking one of the strongest comebacks of all time. What a beast. Like yeah. he can act his ass off and Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Yeah. He's great in everything. Yeah. Everything uh, you yeah. hand him. It's so fucking unnerving. The whole movie is unsettling. And just just a, a brilliantly made horror film. The aspect ratio was a really weird choice, but it <laughs> works. Um, I was genuinely surprised. So by what that. they do? They f- f- threw it in like four three or something. It's, yeah, it's it's not in it's not in standard letterbox. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you you, ha- you have to see it. It's it's uh, okay. I I it's highly recommend like, it. It's almost like less than even four. It looks like it's like yeah, nineteen thirties type. Like like yeah, straight up like Instagram. Yes. Well, and I guess that makes sense <laughs> if it's all shot in black and white. Yeah, 
you know, I guess that makes set, sense. Right, and it's set in an earlier time. Um, but fuck, they're both so good. But I think that does yeah, help with the just... almost claustrophobia of it. So everything's super oh. tight. There's no like everything oh, has okay. to be right in there. So I think uh, now that yeah. we talk about it, like it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Well, it does because they don't leave a lot of fat on the bone. Yeah. Like there's, there's, it, it, it's a very lean movie. When you only have two actors, you're already starting out lean. You know, yeah. like right. you, you don't have a lot of wiggle room in terms of like, wow, what you know, what are the what are the highs and lows we can tell we can go with here? Well, you're going to be limited when you only have a, a two person cast. So they better put out huge performances, and uh, it just so happens that those guys gave it to you in spades. Yeah. And so, this is a twenty four. Also, an a twenty four release. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So A24, like, I don't really know much about them, but I saw a couple other movies that were A24 that yeah. are probably going to get mentioned. So if anybody knows, tell us about A24. Wes, they, also, you, uh, they also made Midnight. A24 is a, yes, oh, I was just about yeah. to say. Okay. A24 is a, a small studio. Um, they've done, they, they focus primarily on, like, um, I would say like smaller, not a, a sensibly budgeted movie. Is this uh, Brad Pitt's thing? Actually, um, no. mm. is he part but, of this? I don't believe so. Um, but He's they got do. Uh, what it is though? Well, fuck. Yeah. No, it's not his. No, um, right? Okay, so he's it? Plan B Entertainment. Plan B. Thank okay. you. Okay. Um, Plan um, Brad. A24, I get A24. it. Brad Pitt. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> A24 over the last five years has kind of been the studio that's um, putting out the more like challenging films. Yeah, like they're they're not do they're not doing uh, your it, your Meryl Streep. Yeah, like I said, fifty it, million dollar movie. I compared this to like two thousand four earlier. I think off off yeah. mic, but like. In the same way, like focus pictures, pictures were like back then. Like yep. that's the way A twenty four is. And then like, yes, yeah, so uh, Fox uh, Searchlight, yeah, like Weinstein Company, yeah, yeah, and like like uh, yes, yeah, yeah, they're kind of taking over for yeah. the yeah of that of the nineties. Since Weinstein thing, decided yeah. to fucking rape a bunch of women, you know, A twenty four is like, well, yeah. we'll take care of this now. Well, and speaking of rape, Plan B. Um, <laughs> yeah, they've done... <laughs> uh, no, they've done. Uh, the, so they did The Departed, Twelve Years of Slave, Moonlight, and one other yeah. movie that's in my, I'll say top ten to fifteen that, that may get mentioned. So that's where I flipped them. But A twenty four and Plan B are both on fire. Yeah, and I don't want to. I, I think we shouldn't leave out. Uh, I believe it's um, Spectre Vision, whatever the one that. Um, what's his name from uh, Lord of the Rings? Okay. Uh, shit, what's his name? No, the the <laughs> actor, the one that plays Frodo. The, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Elijah Wood? God, what's his name? Elijah yeah. Wood. Elijah Wood's studio is another one that, that is making really cool shit. Uh, nice. So there's nice, small, fledgling studios, and, and a, but A24 right now is the top of the heap. Yeah. You guys ever heard of Warner Brothers? <laughs> not, a, not heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Don't know. I'm going to no, take uh, um, my next pick as a Warner Brothers movie called The Joker, or just Joker, for sure. Ah, so, yeah. This will be interesting. So this is a, also one that I was I was trying to watch him for whatever reason, 
maybe it's just because I was watching it late at night and I fell asleep and I was like, I still want to watch it, but it seems so divisive out there on how people are talking about it. James, what'd you love about it? Uh, dude, Joaquin Phoenix's performance is, uh, I mean, I still, I still would say that, uh, I like Heath better, you know, but this mm-hmm. performance sure. of Joker, Cesar Romero for me, <laughs> this performance, of, <laughs> yeah, this is like a totally new take on Joker. Not really new. I mean, it's kind of from graphic novel, you know, Joker yeah. wanted to be a comedian and all this stuff, but, um, I, I don't know. I think as far as being portrayed on the screen, this is the first time we've ever seen this Joker story, and it's it was very, 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 mm-hmm. very good. Very um, well done. You know, Bobby D. Yeah, um, my God. Yeah, that, like, he's he's got two... Who would have thought 2019 De Niro would have two killer performances? Yeah. But, like... Man, him yeah. as that Johnny Carson character is so fucking good. Him and Joaquin didn't I, get along either. Really? Yeah, they had a, had tiffs on set. Mm. Uh, well, you got those two pretty substantial egos. Those, yeah, those are yeah. big egos. Yeah. 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 I mean... I mean, another... Joaquin's the dude that did uh, that whole thing where he documented himself being a different character for an entire exactly. year. So that makes <laughs> <Yeah>. sense. <laughs> Those Phoenix kids are fucking aliens, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> and you know, this is... Uh... River got out easy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. He's like... A... <laughs> My God. Yeah. Uh, Guess Todd... the river runs through it. Todd Phillips, as far as being a director, people being surprised that uh, he... I mean, I've seen a lot of stuff, like people surprised that he made a movie like this or whatever. But I mean, if, if you didn't see that Todd Phillips had this in him since the beginning, even, even like old school road trip movies, you know, like, (laughs) I mean, yeah, this is, uh, I think he makes movies that look good and play good. So, I mean, I don't see why it's such a surprise. I'm surprised by that too, because I think comedian comedy directors and stuff like that, um, they are able to spend shit in, into yeah. a way that a lot of people can't do because they'll, they'll see the humor in it. And then all of a sudden they have a mind that's different than a lot of people because I've, I've said this a lot. I believe writing a comedy script is much more difficult than writing, say, a drama script. Oh, that's so, definitely true. So you, so you should be able to get the comedic elements and then also pull into the drama area Jordan Peele, we talked about Bob Burnham, like all these yeah. different people that can kind of touch into that. So I, I feel like much like MMA, people have like a wrestling base. They'll probably be pretty good. If you have a comedy base, I bet you could spin into some ridiculously good shit in Hollywood as well. That's right. Well, you also have there's a there's a, there's a pretty inherent connection between the dark dark elements of a drama and comedians you know yeah that is true that is true they all come Um, from the same place yeah what is it the comedy you know what is what is it comedy is tragedy uh tragedy plus time yes isn't that yeah whatever that that phrase is and that's so comedians have that have that ability to um to to channel into the darker parts and darker corners of your mind a lot easier than the average the average right. person does. Yeah. And so what was the gripe with people on this movie? Cuz I saw I saw a lot out there. 
it's it's all it, it, it's all it, it doesn't it's nonsense it's this it's this idea that like look it, it comes down to this not every movie is for everybody okay right. um does it can you if you sit and look at a movie long enough can you go like oh god this is just appealing to white male rage well that's what most of the big movies that came out this year unfortunately <laughs> yeah. it's just about white male rage as a as a movie goer i can't i can't control that right so right. I, I can't control what that person made i think the outrage came in the fact that like people could say that could have said that and it just be oh whatever the performances are really good it was that todd phillips decided he had to get on a on a soapbox and that's kind of where you want to go no shut the fuck up let your movie speak for itself yeah. Okay. Don't don't feed their fire. Don't feed the Twitter fire. Because movies are I, supposed to invoke emotion, and clearly that's what he did. So isn't that a success? It, and and that's that would have been it. It, it. That's all he had to do. I know. All he had to yeah. do was go like, okay, they're mad. That's fine. Let them watch the movie first. Yeah. Right. But instead, he had to speak up and go like, political correctness is wrong. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Don't you? Okay, shut I up. didn't hear any of that. Up. Yeah. He did this. Todd gotcha. Phillips was the problem, not the movie. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. if you notice, across the board, reviews were like, Joaquin Phoenix is a fucking monster. Yeah, yeah. It was. Well, I, it yeah, was I just saw a lot of like, Phillips. this movie is problematic. And I'm like, wait, but you're watching all these other movies that aren't real, right? They're stories that are made up. Why is this movie problematic? I don't know. It threw Todd me off Phillips when I saw it. Yeah. is the okay. reason there was a problem. It yeah. wasn't okay. the movie. You can consistently see how good the reviews are on that movie. Yeah, yeah. And if you look at the the awards that it won, I mean, obviously it's 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 done something right. It's mm-hmm. that Todd Phillips and he felt the need to to be a white knight for it. Don't do that. You're you're a filmmaker. Let your right, heart let the movie talk speak. to you. Yeah. 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 I see. I didn't, I didn't even know about any of this yeah. controversy from what I, that, I yeah yeah. Because it's non-controversial, yeah, right. right? It's yeah. non-issue. Right. It's, yeah. This is art is meant to be criticized. It's meant to be critiqued. That's the point. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. it's, it's really it, it, the chicken shit way of handling art is going like, well, don't criticize it, just enjoy it. No, that's what's great about art is you can have a discussion. You know, you can sit down with ten people and talk about a movie, and you can have that perspective. Right of a black a black woman who's marginalized uh, in this country saying like I look at this movie and all I see is I see the gaze of the angry white man that I've had to deal with my entire life yeah and an angry yeah, sucks but it's real an angry white man yeah. is going to watch that yeah. movie and go no I understand I I relate to this anger that's that's what it should do it should make right. us talk it should be criticized it should be it should be something that we all take time to discuss. And instead what happens is you, a situation like this where Todd Phillips, he just should have shut the fuck up and let the movie talk. And then let us talk about But I just saw people like reacting in a way where I was like, I feel like what you're saying in your, all of your tweets and stuff like that makes it so that movie was actually very effective because you feel passionately about coming out of it. Yeah. If you don't That's walk out whole... of a movie feeling passionately about something, then what it did the movie actually movie. do? Yeah, it I wasn't think, a good movie. I think uh, I think he should take the cue from uh, 
Christopher Nolan, which you know I think every director should anyway. But uh, after Insid- after yeah, and after Insidious, everybody was asking about it. He, he, all he said was the ending was pretty self explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> which helps don't you, talk. which don't. doesn't help you at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that, that, you have no obligation, right? Yeah. Like as, yeah. as the creator yeah. of that art, once you put it into the public, into the public forum, you are of no obligation yeah. to explain it. But also, you are now no longer responsible for it. Yeah. You are. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I so yeah. It's, 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 in public, it's in the yeah. public. So, so Todd Phillips is yeah. saying that the Joker movie is about political correctness being wrong well he he railed on political correctness ruining film oh and that that couldn't be like he he did the same thing you know it's the same thing you hear from all of them and the reality of it is don't don't be don't be such a fucking sissy don't be such a crybaby like make your art how you want to make it stand by it and if people are talking about it, good. It's it's yeah. invoking public yeah. discourse. I get you. D- shut up. Step back. Yeah. Let let like, us argue about it. Like yeah. Childish Gambino, I remember they asked him, "Hey, um, you know, can you explain um, this is America a little bit more?" And he's like, "No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, people can pull what they want from it." Um, and they did. You know, I made it, and that's that. I'm not going to talk about. What yes. any of it means, I'll let people come up with their own assumptions. Here's exactly. the argument. I was like, okay, okay, Vito. Yeah. Here's the case I always give people. The, it, it, the, the best example I can give is this. If David Lynch explained Eraserhead to you, or if David Lynch explained Blue Velvet to you, and it was a very plain black and white paint-by-the-numbers explanation of what that movie is actually about – would you feel better or relieved having heard him explain it to you? Definitely not. Or would you no. be frustrated because in your mind you have gone over this movie a thousand yeah. times. And, and you, you viewed it differently than how he viewed yes, it. Yes, you found all these layers yeah. and you know, nuances. And then David Lynch goes, oh, it's about uh, it's about being the parent of a disabled child. You go, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I can't relate to that. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's funny you say it with David Lynch because, I mean, that's a perfect example. But um, – I did that with Mulholland Drive. I I watched that movie like ten yeah. times, and yes. around yes. the tenth time, I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna fucking YouTube this," <laughs> and it ruined yeah. the movie for me. Like now, it's like exactly like it's oh, like exactly. no, I love rewatching it and picking up the little the breadcrumbs along the way, and like now it's kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, it's because of that. It's because of this, yeah. Yeah. Discuss this I watch a lot of those YouTube ones. Um, yeah. Discuss yeah, this be- art with people. Discuss it with different people. Like yeah. it's yeah. for white. That's why I watch all the different it, right? YouTube videos. Is I want to get other people's perspective how they viewed it. I form my own opinion, and then I want to see whatever everybody else yes. thinks. Yeah. I want to um, know. I want to know what somebody from. I want to know when I watch yeah. a movie. I want to know what a young a young black man sees in a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. know what exactly. a, you know what a, a a young a young gay person sees in a movie and sees in these characters. I want I need to know those perspectives because it's not mine. That's right. what makes yeah. art interesting. Yeah. Is we have this amalgamation of people that watch the movie and go, "I didn't fucking get that at all." Yeah. Well, that's, that's what you're supposed to do with it. Yeah. yeah. My favorite movie from last year was Blind Spotting. And then, like, I uh, I was reading Chance the Rapper talking about the best movie of 
the year prior. And he said, um, he's like, no, it's not blind spotting for me because that's like kind of a depiction of how everybody would talk about certain things. It's sorry to bother you because it was an actual original movie that came from a black man as opposed to, and I, I would, so it kind of made me think like, Oh, that makes yeah. sense. I would yeah. have never thought about it that way, but he was saying like, he wanted art that was original that other people aren't, you know, Absolutely. that's not a copy of other, other things. And that's why, why he viewed sorry to bother you as the best um, movie from last year. So I thought, so yeah, getting other people's perspectives does say like, Oh, okay. I get, I get why they would say that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I, I know Could you say, well, chance, sorry to bother you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and like even in my own perspective like like i used to be a songwriter and i would put in you know on face value i'd write a song about the olsen twins but if you dig into that you're gonna get uh like a love story you're gonna get a friendship you're going to get um you know like a a, a spiritual relationship in there so whatever mood you're in when you listen to the or read these yeah. lyrics like I wanted, I wanted like all four of us would read it and pull away with a different thing, and that's like we said is yeah, the beautiful yeah, yeah. thing about art and just like what you create. Like, um, yes, you can. Like I said, there's there's face value, and then there's like it, it's all mood. Like that's why that's why yeah. everything is subjective because you could watch the same movie when you're depressed and happy and get two different things out of it. So, yep. Yep. I mean, Joker to get this conversation out of us. Yeah. That's right. Boom. Good on you, Todd. Yeah. yeah. And see, he could have had this going on all over the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, be that was all very interesting movie. to me. And I was wondering some of these things. And I don't know. We took yeah. it into a place that was – I thought that was really cool. Yeah. 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 Drew, what do you got for number two? Um, I'm going to probably make James swear right now. Okay. But I think this is <laughs> – you I, dickhead. I, Let him have the big budget once, Drew. I know. I don't have it anyway. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, though, this – I, I love Jojo oh, Rabbit. I, it, I know it, what he's it was so, It was so good. But to me, I watched this movie, and I feel like I could watch it 20 times just in a row. Yeah. And that was Knives yeah. Out. It Knives was, Out. Okay. It was such a fucking fun yeah. movie. Like, yeah, like on your record, like I, I was watching, I was like, holy shit, this is good. It's a fucking good movie, yeah, and it, like, dude, that chick yeah. is breakout star. Isn't yeah. she fucking amazing in that yes. movie? Oh my! This God. genre is also one of my favorite genres that does not get enough uh, um, movies that are done the correct way. Yeah. So I love seeing this, and hopefully, like the whole the the Marvel movie inspired all this other stuff. I, I'm hoping that this happens here because these clever whodunit movies are amazing. Yeah. Um, I. I I don't know. I absolutely like adore these type of movies. Plus, you can't go wrong with a cast like that either. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is you got to try to fuck that up. Now, here's the only thing about the movie: when you guys listen to Daniel Craig, maybe I'm the only one, but do you hear Jimmy J. Knox? Mike, don't say that. No, because <laughs> no, that's more, what I was, was like. More I couldn't get it out of my damn head. Yeah, he was more, he was more. I know. He was, uh, yeah, he was more Cajun. Jimmy J. Knox is more. Uh, yeah, he's more a, southern, the so- yeah. southeast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a yeah, he's, he's SEC yeah. East, where uh, he. Um, 
Daniel Craig is SEC I West. I got you. <laughs> well, thank you. Got it. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, for, thanks, for fix, thanks for steering the ship back right. Thank you. I apologize. Yeah, you're to take us into treacherous hey, waters. Hey, that's just what I heard. I don't know right. what to tell you. By the way, RIP. <laughs> Jimmy J. Nuts. All right. <laughs> uh, Never to be seen or heard again from I, on the draft pod. I, uh... Knives out to Dead me. Dead in the draft pod universe? <laughs> <laughs> the draft pod cinematic universe will have no mentions of his name. Knives uh, uh, Out. Iron Man. Kn- Knives Out was my second favorite movie I saw in the theaters this year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Awesome movie. I fucking awesome loved movie. it, man. I said it was just so, yeah, much, number five. so much fun, man. And it's nice that uh, Ryan Johnson got all this fucking shit for Last Jedi and then he comes back. Comes back yeah. with this bad boy, you know. Oh, you mean when he made a genuinely interesting Star Wars movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a piece of yeah, shit for yeah. that, isn't he? Yeah. But I you know what? This JJ... does speak to the fact that we need directors to be doing more original pieces. Yeah. Amen. I like, yeah, I like that he came back and made something really fucking good just to show people, bitch, you think you think that movie sucked? Watch this movie. Tell me, tell me if this <laughs> one fucking sucks. You know? I had no idea where it was going either, <laughs> which was you, amazing. I know because like, you're like they give you like what happened in the first ten minutes. You're like, well, that can't be it, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, but then when it is, but then when it is, you're like, son of a bitch. Oh, and also, <laughs> yeah. also, let me tell you how much I love Chris Evans as a person oh, yeah. and as an actor and as oh, everything. Yes. I would fucking marry that dude right now, yeah. right here and now, even in that turtle. <laughs> Oh, oh, especially in the only in the turtleneck, dude. That whole thing when he was awesome. grabs the knife to yeah. take her out, and it's what is it? <laughs> knives? Dude, I love that old man. I love how like uh, everything about that movie, dude. It's so. How good. about how how about Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Break breaking type. Yeah, and my dude Lakeith Stanfield remains one of the best actors no one's talking about. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, let's still He's not talk amazing. about it. Moving on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Andy, next week. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you haven't seen Sorry to Bother You, go check that uh, shit out. Like, hey, hey, sorry man. to bother you, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry to bother you. <laughs> but I guess it's my second pick. And you know what? Only the um, second round. I know. <laughs> I know. We're over I know. an hour in right now. This, <laughs> this is my. This is my. Um, I've talked about this at nauseum. Go back to our uh, potties. Um, this is this good. This this was my number one and jumped down to my number three. Um, but I still am fully in love with it, and I want to hear Wes speak on it because we all spoke on it. Dolomite is my name. Dolomite. Oh, it's yeah. perfect. You yeah. know what? You know what makes it great? So those dudes tried to get that movie made for like 15 years. Yeah. And I mean, those guys have made, those guys have written some fantastic movies and they tried to get a Dolomite movie made for years, including with the help of Eddie Murphy. If Eddie Murphy post daddy daycare, post all those fucking blockbusters can't get a Rudy Ray Moore movie made. (laughs) Maybe it's not meant to be right. Right. For them to lovingly, 
portray Rudy Ray Moore as this as the entrepreneurial spirit that he that he was. Ah, God, I uh, there's nothing about that movie I'm not in love with. I think yeah. it's wonderful. I thought he was perfect. I thought the cast was perfect. And look, man, uh, there's. I love Rudy Ray Moore. I'm a big. We've talked about it on here before. Yeah. I'm a huge black exploitation fan. Dolomite's the king, baby. Yeah. Like, there's just it doesn't get much better. And and Eddie was just fucking perfect. You know what I? You know what I, you know what I love most about this movie, beyond beyond how good it was, uh, beyond Wesley Snipes. Oh, Wesley yeah, Snipes. Yeah. Oh, so beyond, oh, he was so good. Beyond everything about oh. this movie, what I loved most about this movie is that we got Eddie Murphy in the fucking limelight again, going on SNL, yes. going on all these different talk shows. Interviews with Eddie. we got yeah. Eddie back. We had Eddie for yes, an entire fucking did. year because <laughs> yeah. of this movie. Yeah, we got God, Eddie I back. Got, I got I goosebumps right now. I love it. We dude. didn't think we did. You guys think we'd ever get him? back? I didn't think no. we'd ever get him back. I didn't either. Oh, yeah. I, thought, uh, I was holding out hope. He has because like I'm he has like thirteen person, kids, dude. But, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like care, this. and he's so rich. Yeah, like yeah. Eddie knows. He talks about it. Like he doesn't have to work, and that's why he does. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like. So for him to work means that it, oh, I think at this point, because he's done so all the blockbusters, for him to work is like he has to truly be into it's gotta something. Be yeah. it's gotta and be passion. And you could tell, like, if you watch um, comedians in, in cars getting coffee, you watch the episode with Eddie Murphy, you can see that he genuinely like felt like it's time for me to come back, and I, I feel he also I feel excited about it. And you yes. can tell, yeah, yes, he, he, the way he talks about. Like when he talked about comedians getting cars, getting uh, getting coffee. When he said that Planet of the Apes is Wizard, the Wizard of Oz, I was like, "Oh yeah!" But like, what? Yeah, I yeah. never yeah. thought about that. Yeah. And then I started thinking about. I was like, "Holy shit! He's a film theory genius." Yeah. <laughs> it's like a coach. It's just, it's like a coach that steps away for a while and yeah. watches all the new shit that the game has gone to, and is like. Instead of them saying that's not the way that it should be, that's it should be this way. It's like, oh wow, I can see this new thing and appreciate it. And you can tell he brought that to the set of Dolomite is my name because I don't know, he he brought a different spin on and like you said, Wes, I can't imagine anybody else playing that role. No. And that no. that kind of says everything right there. When you can't imagine someone else playing that role. That tells you everything you, you need to know. But no, Dolomite no is my else. name. Everyone needs to go check it out. It's on Netflix. Just it's such an enjoyable time. Oh, it's it's such a fun movie. Such yeah. a fun fairy tale. Like and oh, the thing man. is it's based on a real story, but they made it a fairy tale. And yeah. that's what makes movies awesome. Yeah. When you can do that, oh great pick. Because this All movie right, came my out, number four movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what's up? Because this movie came out at Christmas time, we got to see Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Tracy Morgan, oh. Eddie Murphy, all on stage. And Eddie, all on stage. That was amazing. And Keenan. And Keenan. Yeah, I know. But he came up. But I'm just saying, those four guys, those four yeah. powerhouse comedians. Right. Yeah. All together. All together. If we could get a new Kings of Comedy with those four. Oh, my God. <laughs> when he made that when I will pay whatever money to go are, watch it. <laughs> when he made that joke about we're what two thirds of Netflix's budget? Or <laughs> yeah. I went and looked at what all four of them are getting paid. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. much. <laughs> not actually alive. Uh, 
<laughs> I read I read what each of them was getting off of their stuff they've got coming up, and I was yeah. like, oh, God, he wasn't joking. Oh, yeah, they yeah. yeah. That's, that's, mi- that's mil- millions and millions right there, my friend. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so my third pick is my fourth overall movie of 2019. And um, we are in – I don't know if we're in the back end or the middle of it. It doesn't matter, but we are in a Keanu songs. John Wick 3 was amazing. Oh. <laughs> all of them are good. Why are they all so good? I, I don't know. This franchise is better than The Matrix. I said it, it. Yes. It, it is. It is because yeah. The Matrix is one movie. More, co- more coherent, yeah. 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 The Matrix is one movie. The third one was definitely better than the second one, and the second one was incredible. The third one could be better than the first. I'm not exactly sure. But the third one, how it was shot, all of the action, just how they incorporated different fight scenes. Keanu. How is it so good? I don't understand. Consistently good. Yeah. This is my favorite blockbuster of of 2019, no doubt. Um, John Wick 3 was. I don't know. It was stunning to me. Accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. really trying to get to it, but I haven't been able to see it yet. And I really, yeah, my really, God, I was it's trying to, it's going to be the most fun two, two and a half hours, whatever it is of, of your week. It's, it's comfort yeah. food. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels good. to oh, watch. Okay. It. It's fun. It yeah. does. It does. I mean, I know I'm going to love it. I love the first two. So uh, yeah, they're you just, will. they're just yeah. fun movies, man. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Hell yeah. Dude. Awesome. Yeah. Johnny awesome. Wick, Keanu Reeves, come on, this this fucking guy. It's ridiculous. All these all these actors that have made a huge comeback is like awesome to see. And can we have like like fuck Keanu Reeves for president? How about like Keanu Reeves for Dalai Lama? You know, like, or like... <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. And how great is it too? I, this is this is a minor thing, but to me, it's it's not. It's indicative of a larger greatness of Keanu. When he finally went public with his girlfriend and you realized he's dating someone his age. Yeah. He's not dating yeah. some 19-year-old doofus. Right, like he's, right, right. He's dating a woman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. fully realized thoughts and life experience yeah. that they can share yeah. together. I was like, God damn it. He is – If I don't believe in a lot of things, but if Jesus walks the earth <laughs> – that's it's him. Keanu. Yeah. yeah. It is, it is. I think it is, dude. <laughs> Jesus yeah. and John Wick 4. Yeah. Uh, like Judgment he, Day. <laughs> when they came out, when they were at that event together, I was like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> he's perfect. Like, he's <laughs> like, no, I, I can't. I have no relatable. Uh, a 20-year-old can't relate to my life experience. I need to talk to somebody that I can, <laughs> I can take part in life with. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. Every quote uh, that I ever see him, every quote I ever see from him, I'm like, this this guy's way more inspirational than the, all this fucking archaic bullshit that they always spout at me. Like, this is way fucking better. I, right, right he now, is hilarious. If, if is, it meant, yeah. if it if it meant that, if it meant that he would continue putting good into the world, right now, I'd like. What you need to blast me in the ass? Go ahead. Look, man, you're putting, you're, you're making, yeah. you're making, you're bringing goodness into the world. Go, go ahead, That's go to right. town. Yeah. Point break. Yeah, me. he's got a style. Yeah, that <laughs> others are just going to be taking from for absolute years. Uh, yep. I mean, God. Yeah, John Wick three, amazing. Go see it. Drew, what do you have for your John Wick three? Um. 
For my John Wick third pick, I'm going to go with... <laughs> Is that how it works? <laughs> I'm going to go with... Us. Oh, man. Yes. This was a... Yeah. This is a tough round because I'm like looking, trying to map out. Like, if I don't take this yeah. now, though, I don't think it's well, coming Duke's back. Nice. You needed to take it. You needed to take it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Duke's nice. This this movie so large. Ooh. Us is a, it is uh, amazing. I think it's better than Get Out. Like I was wow. more moved I, okay. by Us than I, I could see that too. I, I could yeah, see that as far. I think it, if anything, it's at least on par. They're both yeah. fucking amazing. I you think, know, like, I think from a yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I think yeah. from a that's sus- con- that's comparing cake to cookies. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. That as, as a suspense thing, like it was just turned up way much. Like, yeah, Get Out yeah. was like at an eight. This was definitely a ten, maybe even eleven. Yes, but yes. Uh, yeah, I think I took Lupita as my like best actor yeah, actress yeah. of 2019 or something. Without question, my yes. god, she destroyed. I, when I just went and saw another movie in the theater, they just I saw the teaser for his next one too, uh, Antebellum. Yeah. Oh my God, I saw yeah. it too. It looks it looks yeah. wild. I've yeah. seen the trailer. It's gonna be a doozy. Yeah. So, Good wow. pick. Yeah. Another I, comedy, dude. See. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. I, I actually went comedians. and saw in the theater by myself, and I felt hand over really, the horror genre yeah. to comedians. I'm yes, exactly. <laughs> Man, I, I felt a certain way, like, literally, when I left the theater. I think I told this story when I first saw it. But when I left the theater, my head was, like, in this weird, different place. And almost felt like I was in this, like, haze yeah. when I yeah. left the theater. Yeah. It was the- it was such a weird, eerie feeling. The, Im- oh, the, so imagery, yeah. the imagery in this movie and the way, the way it was all shot. I mean, I feel like Get Out was... Uh, uh, a little bit revolutionary, and I thought I think Get Out was a perfect way to get for us to get introduced into his mind, you know, mm-hmm. like that the brain of yeah, yeah. But us is like the ne- it's like the de- next deeper level, yeah, within Jordan Peele's mind. You know what I mean? It's like the next. But, it's like we're peeling back the onion of his. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, but it's also we're Jordan also, peeling it back. Yeah, it also <laughs> sticks to what he's established in the in Get Out. Yeah. And that the imagery doesn't have to be complicated. Right, right. It's mm-hmm. simple. The color palette's simple. Yeah. It's it's very simple, effective things. It's not you know we're not getting into that idiotic slasher like oh, my hands a chainsaw and my eye is a bazooka. <laughs> right. Like it's yeah. you just a made fun of, of your favorite movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. But you know what I mean in terms right. of like he went very yeah. like. It's a pair of scissors. Yeah. Like, and it, it not yeah. only is that a scary tool, but it's also a, uh, but it, it, it's also like, it was also used as like a symbol in the movie. Yeah. Like yeah. it just, I, and it's accessible to everyone. And I actually just, yeah. I, yeah. I, you know, I, at work, I just ordered a pair of scissors <laughs> and it was, it's like a pair like that, like those industrial pair. And I just kind of like, yeah. hey, have you guys seen us? <laughs> <laughs> you sick fuck you sick fuck <laughs> I got this uh, fantastic shirt at Halloween Horror Nights this past year of it's just the cover is the 
main lady holding her scissors right mm-hmm. here, and it's like the orange. She's wearing the, but uh, you only see the orange vest and the hands holding the scissors. Oh, that's like cool. on the shirt. Yeah. It's really yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. I like. You that. know what else I love about this? And this is this is what's awesome. We have now entered a phase. We are in 2020, and just five years ago, um, people only hired like, you know, African American actors as like, you know, to play that particular role. With yes. Jordan Peele and some of the stuff he does, now we have a bunch of actors and actresses that are just viewed as amazing, and they're not necessarily viewed as as black or black, you know, black actors or actresses. And um, he is a massive reason that that's a thing now. To be completely yes. honest, so um, I love that too. That we're talking about movies, you know, like kind of I was mentioning with Chance, where we're talking about movies where actors and actresses are in them, and they're just phenomenal at it. There's not like a race conversation about it, and I love that Jordan Peele's done that. You know? Yes. Yeah. I think that that's a that's a really cool thing. This is kind of off topic, but also associated with that. I was listening to uh, Leslie Jones on Howard Stern the other day, and she was talking. Drink. <laughs> she was talking about. <laughs> she was talking about Keenan on SNL. He actually made a decision two or three years ago to stop playing female characters on black female characters on SNL so that SNL would be forced to hire a black female comedian. Oh, wow. Wow. Isn't that amazing? I, and she's like, she was talking so highly of Keenan on there. Like Leslie Jones is fucking awesome. By the way, like ever her, her interview with Howard is probably one of my favorite. Uh, so, but yeah, her special's good too. No. Yeah. Love it. Who are we at? Oh, Um, uh, we're at me. Hey, uh, you were raving about us so much, I thought it was you. Well, I'm going to take my order now. I'm going to jot it down. You ain't never had a friend like me. I'm going with Aladdin. <laughs> oh, I loved Aladdin. Dude, Rox- I watched... Roxy was watching that again last night for the 8,000th time. I watched this movie <laughs> two days ago, and I am very upset that I slept on this motherfucker. Yeah. I... Will Smith as fucking genie was fucking <laughs> incredible, God. dude. I was so into so it. So good. I was laughing my fucking yeah. ass off yeah. on this movie. When yeah. he when he says when he says make me a prince and Will Smith, there's a lot of gray area in that. He's like, you can have this fucking guy. It's like he fucking not, yeah. like, makes a prince show up on the rock. The guy's just like, oh man, I just want to go home, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking dying laughing. Like, this movie really got me, and I was. Uh, it, it made Aladdin is is uh, one of my fave Disney movies of all time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, for them to capture what I loved as a kid in in uh, live action, really, yeah. it got me good. I fucking loved it, man. It's nice. hard to do that, right, Lion yeah. King? I haven't seen Lion King yet. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm Lion just King, Lion King's good too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm joking around, but like <laughs> Aladdin did it. Um, yeah. Yeah. In a way that, like, yeah, I came out of that movie uh, just thinking, like, holy shit, they actually, like, recaptured everything, but in a yeah. unique, different way. Yeah. And Will Smith, while different, while a different style genie than Robin Williams, he was equally as impressive in that particular role. So, yeah, like, I love this movie. I That's just, awesome. Like, I just want to say Disney pumped the brakes on... Uh, on these live action because I think they dropped four of them on us this year. It's like, you know, give us like one right, year, right, right. like Star Wars this yeah. year. Like, let us like really enjoy special. these. Yeah. 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 Because I, I, yeah. I loved 
like Jungle Book and I loved uh, Beauty and the Beast. And then it was just like this year, it's like Dumbo, Aladdin, Lion bam, bam, King, bam. Mulan. Yeah. Part of it is I they're just looking Mulan's for uh, content for their for their app, yeah. which I get that. But obviously they have enough, so yeah. you don't exactly. need to worry about that. Like, they don't need like yeah. you need more technically. You got plenty. Yeah. yeah. And also, um, uh, Guy Ritchie directed yes, the movie. Yeah, and I yeah man. <laughs> and oh, wow. I just, I love, uh, like, you see so many camera shots that are so Guy Ritchie. Yeah. And I and I do like, yeah. uh, I like the female empowerment aspect that they put into it. I like yeah. the idea of Jasmine becoming Sultan or whatever, or wanting, yeah, wanting, is, yeah, wanting to become yeah. Sultan, yeah. Pr- proving herself and shit. I thought it was really, really well, fucking Well, you good. know what's, what's good about that is to put that out there today. Yeah. The girls that are simply that are watching this shit and it's different than a princess deal, right? So the girls yeah. that are watching this shit in 2019, 2020, that are like you know 12 years old, whatever, they can be like, well, why couldn't I like go for you know political positions and all this kind right. of stuff? So it's like a subtle thing that <clears throat> you know is going to help us. See, that's what further I like. On that you know, yeah. I like that. I yeah. like this. Prog- I I for one enjoy the progressive agenda in movies lately. And I love the oh, idea. Oh, yeah, hundred percent, man. And I, it I reflects lo- the current time. Yeah. And I love the idea that even if people are, get pissed off about it now and fucking whatever the fuck their fucking goddamn argument is, at least the next generation is going to benefit from it. Cause they're going to be better people that understand the way yeah. things should be. So, you, yeah. You know, you, <laughs> he's like I, I agree west <laughs> we had uh sorry uh, we had a uh we had a um a, my son was in a uh in like the got chosen for the regional honors chorus and we went to the uh one of the concerts last weekend yeah they have an orchestra the choir and a concert band and they all three perform and during the chorus thing that the guy that was the choir director <clears throat> he said he talked about how much he he has enjoyed working with these kids. And he said, you know, we're in a really divisive time in our country's history. He said, but I work with all of your kids and see how they interact with each other and with people around them. And he said, we're in good hands. We are in very capable hands because we are being our next generation coming up. Are, these kids are inclusive and compassionate and intelligent and understanding that the world doesn't just look like them. Yeah. And I, I like that. I like that we can reflect that in art. So when you see filmmakers making a little more of a progressive choice, that's exactly what they should be doing because it reflects the time. Exactly. I don't need a movie to look like taxi driver or cruising because we don't look like that anymore. We don't, the, the culture doesn't work that way anymore. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I, I like that it, you take something like Aladdin. That's a fucking Disney fairy tale. And you make a progressive choice with it. Right. I like yeah. it. And I always like, I, yeah. I was actually just thinking about this the other day. Cause I actually was like thinking, I was like, wow, I, I, I think I got pretty lucky because <laughs> and it all stemmed from somebody at work was trying to get my attention and they whistled. I don't respond to whistles. Um, no. no, you're an adult. And I'm you're a human. A dog. I'm a human is the yeah, more important thing. Unless they do whistle, like whistle while you twerk. If they whistle that, I'll respond. <laughs> but, uh, 
But like, I remember Noted. that. that <laughs> I, yeah, I was just, I was discussing this with my brother the other day. Like, that was a thing. Like my I, my dad always said, like, you're, it's not a human or it's not a dog. It's a human. Don't don't whistle at people. Like it's disrespectful. Yeah, it's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So like cat calling the women, like that was never a big thing. And another thing I remember my dad always right. hated was when somebody would be like, "Oh, me and the old lady," like that's your wife, like. And like huh. my dad wasn't very progressive. Like I'm not like, but like when it came yeah, to that, yeah. like he like had respect for females and everything like that. Yeah. And like my grandma, like because of my grandpa's disability, like she was a very you know like head of the household kind of thing. So yeah, mm-hmm. like I grew up around that, and like I feel lucky because it's so funny to me. I watch these movies and people are like complaining about the women, and I'm like. Oh, I didn't even really yeah. even realize that they were doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just like which that's I a good thing when you don't realize. Yeah, it, you know? it's a vocal minority. Yeah, and we have to always keep that in the, yeah. in, in our mind in the yeah, forefront yeah, yeah. of yeah. our mind. That's a vocal minority. When we saw Ray for the first time in Star Wars, our reaction by and large was people going, "This is really fucking cool." Yeah, the yeah. vocal minority was "That's a woman, man, Evan." Fucking shut up. Yeah. You know, no one cares I about say, your opinion on it. I always say Ray is a bad example because Leia was the biggest badass in the first three, like, especially in the first movie. Yeah, like, Luke, Luke was a fucking it's like pussy. They, it's like yeah, they Luke knew nothing. It's like they yeah. 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 Leia's out there holding a fucking gun and, like, star. sending secret goddamn messages across space and shit. And yeah. Luke's just sitting on a fucking farm jacking off in his fucking little bungalow. Yep. You know, it like, was like, like they, It was like they forgot that the movie was yeah. led by a female. Yeah. Uh, 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 Wes, man, you're back to back here. Uh, this is going to get right. interesting. <clears throat> so, um, so I have to go with this because... Um, Outside of Parasite, this was my favorite movie of the year. And it, it's largely due to the fact that it was made by probably my favorite filmmaker of the modern era. Uh, this movie's not for everybody. Um, it is, uh, it's explosive, and it is punishing to the audience members because that's the type of movie that Gaspar Noe makes. Uh, my number three pick is Climax. Oh. Okay, I haven't even heard of this one. Yeah. Uh, Gaspar Noé, who made uh, Irreversible, Enter the Void, uh, Love. This is his most recent movie. It is so beautiful to look at. It's it's uh, it's an unsettling movie. He basically, like, made, took the mask of uh, the mask of the Red Death and made it into a movie set in a uh, in a uh, like a performance school. Okay. Um, the the gist of the movie is uh, it's an end of the semester party at a performance school um, filled with dancers, uh, uh, you know, people involved in theater. Somebody drugs, somebody uh, spikes the punch with LSD. Oh. And this sets the movie into a tailspin of chaos and violence and paranoia and uh, hallucination. And it is just, 
just clubbing you over the front of your fucking face for yeah. sounds like a good ass time i'll tell you it's what a, I, I, I wanna i wanna fill everybody in if you're playing along at home also drink because andy just went justin timberlake when he mentioned dancers <laughs> <laughs> Silently, he goes, the dancers. <laughs> <laughs> I really like. Um, I really like the cover of this movie, climax. Yeah, yeah it's very cool. The, the poster's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, he uh, Gaspar Noé is uh, uh, is a one of the transgressive outliers of film that is still. Still getting budgets. <laughs> uh, he's he's one of the guys that people are still like. He's terrifying, but we're gonna cut him a check anyway. Um, he makes fucking crazy aggressive movies, but uh, every time I watch one of his movies, I'm challenged. Like as a fan, it challenges me. It challenges my perspective on on what what film is and what's acceptable in film. And and he. Uh, He's the king, man. I fucking loved it. I I can't recommend it enough. If you're the type of person that likes those those movies that are challenging and 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 provocative, this would definitely be one of them. Yeah, I'll definitely yeah. check this out. This looks good. Yeah, yeah. The cover's like a top. Rap- yes, oh, isn't man, that yeah. cool? And there's top lots of view. shots like that in the movie. Yeah. There's also uh, there's of performance the in it. Oh yeah, like There's a bunch of dance, and it's yes, and it's incredible. The movement, oh god, wow. it's, and he shot it really like, well, which is kind of like Rise. What's that? Kind of like Rise. It's it's hard to. The best way I can describe it is, think of how, if somebody shot a ballet, uh-huh. but did it in a, like a real cinematic style. Not yeah. just like not just like single stationary single camera shot, but like shot it in a very interactive manner. Yeah. That's how he shot the performance. Okay. Hmm. Wow. It's very it has kind of a like a three sixty feel to it. Okay. That sounds cool. Fucking yeah. definitely sounds cool. Climax. Good movie. Right. Yeah, I wrote yeah. it down. I'm yeah. gonna have to just wrote it. that down. Yeah. Yeah. What are you wrapping around a, with us? That's a good John John Wick third pick though. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, are we going to? Do you guys still? It's what is it? No, no. After after this round, yeah. Yeah, we're going on to our police academy four pick. Okay, so we're going to police academy four, citizens on patrol. Um, um, Guys, oh boy! If you told me, oh boy! if If you told me five years ago. The Sandman. Oh, oh, be, wow! Damn it, this was be, my next pick. Was going to be uh, the one of the uh, outstanding performances in in film. Yeah. I would have. Actually, I would have probably given you a, a little bit of rope on that one because he's made some good shit. But it all the hype is true. Uncut. Yeah. Down. Oh, oh I want to see this movie so badly. Yeah, I, that, this Dude, is one. I, I, this is like the biggest one I'm bummed your that blood I didn't level get a chance down. to see. Yeah, so. get your blood level down before you go and watch this. Like, get yes. your big your heart home, rate because yeah. your heart rate is going to go off of the fucking charts. If think you, of the if last you monitor time you your heart rate through a movie. Oh think of the God. last time you white knuckled through a movie and then 
Yeah. And it's the entire it's the entire movie. Multiply that by five because there's not down there's not down parts. It's it's frenetic and just anxiety filled throughout the entire movie. And by the way, this might be the best per one of the best performances in terms of also by a person that was not an actor acting for the first time as themselves. Kevin Garnett was phenomenal. Kevin Garnett was amazing. I was shocked because it seems like, oh, okay, you're just playing yourself. You're not really truly playing yourself. So the way he did it was, I thought he was amazing in this. The Softy brothers uh, are, they're they're the truth, man. Uh, Those those guys. uh, Dude, Sandman. Dude, he's, he's so good. He's, it's dumb. Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah. Like it. It. It's just it. It. it, it, it Maybe his dumb. best performance of all time. He got robbed. Yeah. He like this. This. This is an award worthy performance. And it's because yeah, people right. are like, "Oh, you're talking about the dude that made Don't Mess with Zohan." Take <laughs> that out of your head. Each movie is different. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This yeah. is what I say. Like when people are talking sports and scouting, they're like, "Yeah, but this guy came from that team." I said, that's not the same guy as the other guy. Like, so performance-wise, you have to look at Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems and don't think about anything else that he did prior. And if you can't yeah. do that, you shouldn't be judging movies. Perfectly cast, perfectly yeah. shot, good time, good run time even, because, like, you got – that pace has to move. At, like, it was so fast. It, it was so fast. It's uh, – it's – bonkers yeah. <laughs> i don't yeah. want to ruin i don't want to ruin something no yeah, just, yeah yeah the second you can see it see it i i okay. literally once the movie was over i turned off everything and just sat in my bed for probably 10 15 minutes just like whoo what the <laughs> what the fuck yeah like it, was, it was crazy yeah yeah good shit fuck i really want to see it yeah um yeah well, uh, a lot like <laughs> that was that was gonna be my next pick. A lot like uh, what it would seem Adam Sandler's fate is in Uncut Gems. Uh, Terminator has a dark fate as well. I'm going Terminator Dark Fate Ooh. for my next pick. Way, I've not way seen better, this one. Way better than I uh, than uh, people thought it was gonna be. Dude, I uh, I was super impressed by this movie and. It brought back everything that I felt when I saw Terminator 2 as a that Terminator 2 was my first rated R movie as a kid. Okay. So Oh, okay. So like this movie made me get those feels again kind of. <laughs> and and Gabriel Luna as Rev 9, that new Terminator, that dude yeah. was yeah. fuck I would if I had thought about it like cuz I'm a fucking idiot, but I would have picked him as breakout breakout star yeah. or whatever for our, uh, our 2019 yeah, body. Yeah, sure. I don't know, dude. I thought he fucking killed it as as yeah. that. And I love the idea of the Terminator that has, it's got the aspects of the exoskeleton plus the T-1000, the liquid Terminator. Yeah. So, like, he can separate himself and attack you from fucking both sides. Hmm. It, it, I don't know, dude. And and the I... Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see this. I also like the idea... I too. Yeah. I also like the idea of scrapping... Terminator, everything that was Terminator after Terminator 2. Yeah. Because it's the Halloween method. <laughs> yeah. I think uh yeah. in this case, 
it makes sense yeah. because Terminator very much lost its its way, yeah. and there were so, so this many. This is a th- really good sequel, though. Yeah, so many offshoots and whatnot, but this or actually remake. this it's this is a sequel. Yeah, sequel to T two, and it it's, picks it's the up the remake of uh, Rise of the right, Machines. Exactly, it picks up right where pretty much exactly where T two <laughs> left off. Yeah, and. Dude, I, I thought that this was a great way yeah. to tell the story and continue the story along. And yeah, I, I do. I I think I think that's yeah. I think that's good. Like just like all right, fuck it, you know. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like episode nine kinda did do that. Like like everything we said there, just never mind. Like, right, exactly. You, you know what I mean? In that in that case, yeah. It may not have been correct. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not even going to comment on yeah. Star Wars because I feel like who gives a fuck at this point. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I, 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 it's a it's a yeah. good tax to yeah. take nowadays. But like, I think Terminator I, I, did it right yeah. and correctly. And I love that, like, the door's been swung open. Like, we can just do that. Now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, you, you don't need to pay attention. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like what Wes said. What Halloween did. Yeah. It made sense for that. It makes sense for this. The the story getting Linda Hamilton back. Uh. Continue, they, dude. It was fucking good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I can't wait for you guys to see it. I don't know. I, I don't well, know. I am a little upset though at Wes. Why? Well, he took the ability for us to hear him piss on camera off. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I can't hear the stream at all, and I know he's in the bathroom. <laughs> He's probably dropping yeah. a straight up deuce right now. Yeah, he's hey, he's, he's like, like hey, I ain't gonna shit on. Cash is the only one in his house that poops. <laughs> <laughs> which by the way yeah. folks if you haven't gone to this uh amazing twitter account um james you know the the handle you just look up cash takes a poop and you'll find it that's yeah. right yeah and you know this movie terminator dark fate it got an uh 70 on rotten tomatoes so it's wow. it's certified yeah. fresh that's good yeah, yeah that's good so, yeah <laughs> i mean like wes's I- poop Guys, I was afraid that the smell would come through the microphone. Uh, yeah. Well, unfortunately, that's the only yeah. thing that came through, and I didn't get to hear the explosion. You know, you, you would have heard the. There was like a Michael Bay performance in there. Ooh, yeah, that was that was a number two. That was not a number one. Oh uh, man! All right, um, I guess Drew, you're up with your. Well, please get me four. We're on the. Uh... We're Give me the... that citizens on patrol. <laughs> we're on the <laughs> yes. We're on the uh, road to WrestleMania. Yeah, we yeah. are, brother. And unfortunately, I'm not going to see the Peanut Butter Falcon at WrestleMania, but I did see it. Oh, movie. oh, God, this was going to be one of my picks. This Damn is you. so okay. fun. If you, if you like, if you like to cry, yeah, the good tears. Yeah. Also, if you like great performances, yeah. Oh. It's so good. This so, movie I don't know if the so other one will make it, but Shia had one hell of a year. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Peanut Butter Falcon was was amazing. It was so feel good. Oh, I loved yeah. it. So yeah. much heart. So much heart. It's called God, the Millennium. That kid was phenomenal. It's called the Millennium Falcon, guys. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay, peanut butter falcon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Jake the Snake was in this thing. Yeah. Um, Mick Foley. Who else do we... Mick Foley was in it. And... Well, this is a wrestling movie? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, not... It's not like... It's... It's... Yeah. That's the... It's a world. funny movie. It's the... 
the movie is uh, it's, like it's it's a friendship movie with it's an a wrestling movie. subplot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would yeah. call it an adventure movie. It, wrestling is the MacGuffin. Okay. I'm just saying the kid with Down syndrome wants to be a wrestler. Okay. That's not giving anything away. Okay. Um, yeah. No, that's that's fair. So. Yeah. Dude, you ruined yeah. the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not but even like, watch yeah, it. this, <laughs> it's definitely an adventure buddy feel good movie. You know, and, in, and another thing, awesome. Bruce Dern still fucking doing it. He's done now in what two movies we've mentioned. He did that and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, Bruce Dern, man. Yeah, those Derns are those Derns are both killing it. They are. They <laughs> God, are. God they, darn it, Laura. Laura, yeah, I love Laura Dern. <laughs> well, you darn right. You darn. <laughs> I darn pick uh, three, and I got to pick my James, fourth. So. We need a baby yogurt shirt and a Dern tooth. <laughs> Dern tooth. Dern tooth. They're just uh, funny. Uh, uh, I guess I'm kind of <laughs> Laura Dern with a poop cloud above her ass. She says Dern oh, Tootin. Just <laughs> laying down like with a, her with her head she, in her hands. She crudely has a shitty cowboy hat photoshopped onto her head. Yeah. Oh, I love it, dude. If I saw that shirt, I would fucking that would be the most amazing shirt I've ever seen. Who has a Laura Dern in a cowboy hat? Dern Tootin. Come on now. You, you can she be laying in a field of lilies? I, I want her laying in a field of lilies with her hands, with her head in her hands, and her legs kind of up, crossed, and then yeah. the poof is coming up. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> or she could be playing a trumpet. Yeah, this uh, could be. <laughs> um, there you go. All right, my that's um, even better. Uh, so weird. My fourth <laughs> thing. Trombone. <laughs> Played it, yeah, trombone and a cowboy hat. Dern two. Dern two. Well, this this uh, fourth pick was a dern two and good movie, and um, you dern right. This is my this is my fifth overall movie of 2019, and. For us to get a movie like this in 2019 is insane, and the runtime might have been long, but it felt so quick. Give me The Irishman. Oh, yeah. Good movie. Oh, my God. Pesci? Pesci was like... (laughs) Yeah. How fucking good is he? Incredible. And it's it's unlike Pesci because it was very subdued Pesci. Yes, it is the best Joe Pesci performance I think I've ever seen. Like he is, yeah. Him playing that that Godfather type character, which yeah. you never would have thought Joe Pesci yeah. would play. Yeah. Right, right. Oh. That's a funny, like a clown guy, yeah. and he's you know. I liked how subtly yeah. I liked um, how subtle he was. Where like when he would get angry, he'd just be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. yeah. Oh shit! Toast. Are we out of time? No, we're not. Toast. We'll see you guys next so week. Music we are out of time. It's <laughs> just, just from last time. Um, uh, yeah. Um, that just, ruined, yeah. That just and, fucking uh, ruined my Gino joke. Plan. I had a really good joke. <laughs> yeah. We just went Monday well, let's try Nitro it again. everybody. People don't remember that. Uh, oh, man, but uh, Pacino is Jimmy Hoffa. But how good was Pesci? So good. Yeah. Yeah. James? Is there anything you oh, love about oh, his Oh, am I supposed to pick the, now? Now the joke is me failing to failing to get that I'm supposed to redo the joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but yeah, this shit was three and a half hours and felt like an hour and a half to me. Good shit, man. And uh, the, if you guys the pacing had, was incredible. Yeah, if you guys haven't yeah. seen it, I I posted a thing I think through the draft podcast where a way to watch it as a TV show. It's uh, broken up in I think three three or four parts. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like four. I think it's four yeah. forty five minute episodes or something like that. Yeah, Neil Brennan. Neil Brennan posted so that. I, yeah. Just watch I think it. I shared it. Just yeah. watch yeah. it straight. Just oh, fucking watch yeah. it. Like, watch it when you straight, get into absolutely. it, you're not going to want to stop. Yeah. yeah, just watch it. I like the subtleness of Joe Pesci and the way whenever he gets angry, he's yes. like... <laughs> 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 okay, all right. See, I did it. I can... <laughs> you did Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, James. Huh? That was the greatest comeback since Sandman and Uncut Gems. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, man. I reached my climax. What hey, can I say? So, uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel uh, like I'm this a real joker. Was, yeah. Oh wow, you're James. Doing you keep it. these jokes up. We're gonna send you to the lighthouse. Yeah. Oh man, you're a real parasite right don't worry, now. Don't worry. I got. A, um, don't worry. I got a million more. I'm all adding. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the genie's oh, going to turn you into a Jojo rabbit. <sighs> yeah. And you know what? Um, Guys, listen to us. I'm going to stab you If anyone makes one more joke on these titles, knives are coming out. All right. <laughs> uh, God, this, this whole story we're putting together would be like, you know, like just once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. Oh man, it sense. sure oh, was. Man. Was, yeah, yeah, that was a square peg in a round hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, you're, being a, you're being a real John Wick three right now. So let me. <laughs> so I guess it's time for me... that's so Raven, that's so Sheedy. Oh boy! Yeah. Brought to you oh, by What a Podcast. <laughs> I listened to the first episode and <laughs> What a <and> Podcast. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wes, why don't you tell us about why don't you tell us about Woodham Podcast? Well, I that was gonna be my uh that's so Raven. Oh, yeah, oh, as well. Why don't we do it right up front here? Uh well, uh we uh we launched this week, uh was the debut of uh Why Did We Ever Meet podcast, uh which uh is available here on the Jabroni U network. Uh uh, and the reception so far has been very good. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's mainly just Ashley and I talking about, uh, about shit that I think most people can relate to, you know, um, it's about, yeah. it's about, you know, raising a family and, and working out relationship stuff and, and, uh, fucking all of it up along the way. And if you, uh, uh if you ever want to get the advice of a perpetually single man, just let me know. I <laughs> if you ever want to reach that audience, let just just give me a shout out. I'll come on. You know, you know, we're uh, into interruptions and slut shaming personally, so I'm gonna listen to why, why did we have a meeting? Uh, <laughs> uh, I uh, it's funny you said that, Drew, because Scrump uh, said something similar to me like about. That. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, getting the single guy's take. Um, but yeah, uh, it's been a very uh, it's been a very positive response so far. Um, people seem to uh, people seem to feel good to know that uh, feel good knowing that they're not the only ones uh, shit in the bed when it comes to raising their kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, uh, if if I could say anything about it is 
Ashley's delightful. Wes, Ashley's delightful. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> More Ashley, so. please. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, that's, that's what this whole thing's about, man. Uh, more of her, uh, but yeah, I I feel I, I, you know, I feel good knowing people are enjoying it. So you know, Wes says uh, he you know shits the bed raising his kids, but uh, you can imagine imagine being such good parents that while you sit and record a podcast, your kids sit in the room with you and just watch you record a podcast. You know, like yeah, I, yeah. I think I think that that probably uh, that's pretty cool. That might say otherwise, my friend. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we so, appreciate doing a strong family job. unit. Thanks. I love it. Yeah. We we're, yeah. we're enjoying ourselves. West has a West band, band, strong... Damn it! I was just gonna say that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was just gonna say West uh, has we... a strong family unit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he calls it the lighthouse. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and his, um, his, his balls are Madison a... into foe. <laughs> are, are you sure his penis isn't John Wick three? Because he's got AIDS, so you know he's going to murder it. <laughs> no, he got cured. Uh, he got cured. We didn't, okay, that's we right. didn't pick him this year, oh. so he got cured. Yeah. Yeah. He got that Magic the, Johnson uh, money. That's right. And he's got that Magic Johnson. The 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 primary response has been people that have kids have have messaged me uh and said uh yeah you know like oh god yeah i did that or oh yeah good it's nice to know that i'm not the only one that thinks kids are assholes like no, <laughs> everybody, everybody does if you don't no, no. you're not being honest with yourself so yeah. yeah it's been it's been we're having a really good time we recorded a, an episode yesterday yeah so. cool. awesome yeah i did uh, a nice can't wait and for it. i i gotta say like why isn't kevin aldridge a millionaire I dude, I don't get it. Like that dude, I, that song is his, fucking his, beautiful. His music is so good. Yeah. yeah. Oh my it's god. So good. That that album is really good. Yeah. <laughs> like I I highly encourage people to if you have Spotify, get on Spotify and listen to Kevin Aldridge's records. Like yeah. he's not just the guy that makes fun music for podcasts. He's really fucking good. He's yeah. really talented. He will be back on very yeah. soon. Yeah. He's on, good, he's on Apple Music too. Yes. So search yeah. him on Apple Music as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So if you're using Spotify or Apple Music, yeah. look up Kevin Aldridge. His his shit is fantastic. He's yeah. a yeah. cool as fucking incredible too, songwriter. That's right. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And go check um, out so our guess... scene on TV draft with Kevin Aldridge yeah. on the draft yes. podcast. One of the best Oasis stories. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's ever. Probably the best. best. Yeah. I think that For is sure. the yeah. best Oasis yeah. story ever. That's better and than if you, yeah. if you think about the fact that there's a lot of pretty solid Gallagher Brothers stories. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's uh, saying a lot. I know. So. This, uh, this helicopter and his penis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God, um, so good, so good. I, my favorite my thing best, on that too is Andy. Like, yeah, yeah you're just playing with it. <laughs> <laughs> Andy's like, I know exactly what he's doing. Uh, uh, I got it. Uh, I'm doing it right now. Uh, what? Yeah, I kind of am. Um, so my that's so Raven is uh, this week. It was a tough week at, at, at work. I don't know if uh, um, I'm not going to say like anything else but tough week at work we all go through tough weeks at work um sure. so i took my assistant with me friday afternoon i said let's get the fuck out of here man 
and um, uh, we went and saw uh, Bad Boys. Oh and shit! Really fucking enjoyed it. It was it was a lot of time. It was a lot of fun. Um, they it's it's as a movie. It's probably the the other ones give me like nostalgic feels because of yeah. when I saw it as a kid. But as a movie, it's might be the best Bad Boys they've done. Um, yeah, like, yeah. So uh, I thought I thought it was awesome. Um, Will Smith is is fantastic. Maybe we're gonna get a Will Smith essence as well. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, with Aladdin and and with this, like I thought it, I thought it was just awesome and a, a good ass time and a fun, you know, action comedy. It gets all the old feels, but uh, it's really well done. But also sometimes, like if if shit's not you know going the best or whatever and you could roll out and early and go do something fun um you work with somebody or if you're a boss fucking do it because uh you know he texted me back like just hey man really appreciate it it was a fun time da, 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 da. so you know do cool shit with other people uh if you can um because you need a break sometimes so yes yeah. yeah so that's my that's so raven nice i support that idea strongly yeah, yeah. Um, I got something that's that's so shitty. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Let's hear it. This oh. is uh, this has been bothering me. This is uh, work related as well. Which, uh, hey guys, in 2020, we'd like to make Jabroni U like the work. You know, like we're doing the work now, but we like doing it. So let's make this the work. You know. But, I love that. But, but the work I'm talking about right now is my my day job. And uh, they, uh, I work for a large global manufacturing company. And, uh, you know. You guys make globes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Seems like a dying market. Go ahead. Actually. Uh, I don't know if the snow globe market is really picking up. Uh, you can uh, put all kinds of things in them. We're thinking about diversifying uh, into snow globes. It's the same uh, place. Oh. Well, Wait, yeah. Um, at at my job, they've uh, dude in twenty twenty, corporations are still treating employees very, 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 very badly yes, and unfairly. So, so uh, if you're if you have some type of pull in a large corporation and you're listening, first of all, why the fuck are you listening to us? But also, uh, dude, treat your people with. Or lady, treat your people with respect because you're going to get more work out of the people if they feel respected and if they feel no comfortable doubt. and happy at work. Be a fucking human in 2020. Yeah. Uh, yes. But yes. basically, they, they've created this new review system that has uh, basically uh, uh, taken everybody at my job and turned them into just bitter sons of bitches that, that hate life now. And... Um, uh. That, you know, when you have a whole company that... Let's that be gives, honest, they hated life before. They did. <laughs> they did, but now they feel disrespected. Yeah. You know, they, you know, so... So that, that amps the bitterness that up. That amps the bitterness. That's for sure. Uh, so when you have a yeah. company that, that basically reviews an entire shop of people at the exact same level, it makes it seem as... It, you know, it seems like a company wouldn't want to do that anyway because you're basically telling the whole world that you have zero star performers in your company. <laughs> like you have, yeah. you do not have the ability to make 
a person excel at their job. So yeah, like what are you fucking doing correctly? Let's yep. review yep. that. But uh, yeah, I'm that, just a little. I'm that a, goes up to the top. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little annoyed about it. And uh, there some, was actually kind of a episode about Silicon Valley on Silicon Valley about that this year. Oh yeah, yeah. There was a review thing based on people's. Uh, you know, it was it was kind of like a peer to peer system they they put yeah. in place. Yeah, and of course, Gilfoyle had real shitty ratings, <laughs> and. Uh, so he like changed the algorithm to where like the HR person started getting those bad ratings. Yeah, and then like, she's like, "Oh yeah, we need to do away with this. It's not a good yeah. system. We'll, we'll, we're gonna switch the we're gonna switch to something else." Just <laughs> remember, guys, HR isn't put there to help you out. HR is nope. put there to protect the bosses in place. Right. So Absolutely. you know, so when when you go in, it's 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 tough to do sometimes, but. Um, Try to try to be the light and the and the positivity within the negativity, and then you know you'll feel better about your day. You'll feel better about the pe- people will come around you. There's a reason a lot of people come walking up to me at work. You know, um, is is trying to to portray that. There's a lot of shit that's that happens in these corporations, and you know we all need to try to make an impact to, to do better. And if you are a boss and are listening to this. Start with yourself. Be the best boss you yeah. can to the people that worked underneath you, and then hopefully that that works its way up. Um, when people talk about you, they talk positively. When they're talking about those other people, they're probably not talking positively. And if that's not happening, then you know you're you're not a good boss. So um, yeah. everybody who listens to this, be cool to your people. Um, be cool to your coworkers. Yeah. Be cool to people above and beneath you, and hopefully it'll it'll come through uh, higher up at some point. You know, yeah, that's great. that's all I can say there. In a, in, a, in, a, in Trump's America, corporations rule, and it's really just causing it's causing stress to to good fucking innocent fucking people. So, yep, yep, yep. We we they love they love to hang their hat on. Low employment, blah 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 blah. Uh, low unemployment rates, yeah. yada yada. Uh, you have you have re you, you've handed the battle axe back to the corporations who now feel emboldened to treat people as if they were lesser. And right. um, so we as people mm-hmm. have to have to be willing to to uh, as Andy said. Shine a positive light. Be you know, be an example of somebody that's like, you know what? I'm not going to treat people that way right. because it does no good. But on the flip side of it, push back. You have rights as an employee, as yeah, a, no doubt, uh, yeah, yeah, as, yeah. as a person. Know what those rights are, and and if it gets to that point, fight that. Yeah, fight yeah. that system because legally. There are things, even if you live in an at-will employer state, there are still basic things that these corporations have to abide by. And if they don't, they're outside the the guise of the law. Right. But you you have to fight it in a way where you're not coming across as the bitter person fighting it. Because when you're the bitter person fighting it, you've already lost. Yeah, Yeah, it's sour grapes. Yeah. Yeah. You Uh, have to be the passionate person fighting it. You You just got to treat them all like telemarketers. It's It's a line. You yeah, can, you, yeah. Yeah. it is. Just, yeah. Do not swear and you're good. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, that was, that, that was a, so that's a shitty, oh, that's James. a shitty thing, but that, that's a good, that's a Raven outcome. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Uh, just 
unfortunately, as far as like taking things in, because preparation for this, I mean, I'm just doing my that's the yeah. raven this whole episode. Um, but <laughs> uh, this past week, I I did uh, I did book myself a little trip to the Great White North for the beginning of March. So, uh, Wes, I'll Ooh, be in nice. your country. Hello. Yeah. All right. So, uh, quick little weekend jump. My, my <clears throat> niece is in a musical, and my my mom oh! was like, "I really want to go see it," and I was like, "I'll go." <laughs> yeah, nice. I've got way too many vacation days for one person, so let's do yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> nice man. Yeah, nice. sweet. Yeah, so yeah, it's a little man. So that is the that's so Raven, that's so shady. Yeah, uh, brought to you. Why did we ever meet? Podcast follow featuring Wes and Ashley. Yeah, follow. Why did we ever meet at W D W D W E M podcast? Podcast. Yeah. And also, yeah. beyond that, follow everything on JabroniU, at JabroniU, at JU underscore wrestling, at Center of the U, at Flow and Tell Pod. Yeah. At the Draft Pod. And at the Draft. You're listening to the Draft Pod. <laughs> follow at the Draft Pod as well. And also, go follow at West Blood's Prayer. Yeah. So, oh, thanks. And yeah. smashly, and then punch the number pad. <laughs> And that's, yeah. that's actually. Um, I think it's uh, two six three four. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Oh uh, God. Where do I go? I'm. Because Ashley so is the twenty six. Wes is the third, and Cash is the fourth. She man, does not recognize. Knows why. <laughs> she doesn't recognize Roxy as a child. <laughs> well, here, here's, where we, here's where we can. Uh, here's where we can. Uh, Make up a lie there. Uh, Roxy is the twenty third, so we've got the two and the three. Oh, oh look at that! Mm. Man, covered. That's that's so Raven. That is so Raven. <laughs> yeah, that is, it's incredibly Raven. Uh, I'm uh, gonna stick with she doesn't acknowledge uh, Roxy. <laughs> yeah, 100%, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That number definitely. That combination of numbers came together pre her. So. Uh, <laughs> Sol kid. Yeah. Andrew. Yeah, I, I so I'm really torn here, but this is the last movie I watched. Um, so I think I'm going to go with this one. Um, it's a little bit lower. Um, it's in my, It's a, I think it's like number 10 or number 9, but I want to talk about it. So um, it's kind of consumed my mind in terms of what it meant and all that kind of stuff. God, I hope so, it's not what I... <laughs> think it's going to be <laughs> so it's an a24 movie uh, Medea, i knew it <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly uh, um it's an a24 movie and the movie is fucking wild it's got pop culture which was is what we do it talks about pop culture and and hidden messages um so i'm gonna take andrew garfield's under the silver lake Ooh. Uh, it is a fucking wild, weird ass movie. It's good. That your brain is just trying to consume everything that's going on and it's it's kind of a mystery in some ways. It's it's kind of a thriller in some ways. Um it's slow paced and you're trying to figure things. It's it's a wild ass movie. Um I really don't know it's hard to explain. Um, if you watched, if in the nineties, uh, if you watched uh, when guys like Richard Linklater, 
and mm-hmm. Todd Salons and Larry Clark and all these guys came up. That's what this movie reminds me of. Similar I've heard a lot of uh, uh, David Lynch <laughs> comparisons on this. Yeah, um, I don't know that I agree with that. I don't. David I don't Lynch's really know. Movies are way more surreal than this. Yeah, but this this thing is fucking. Andrew Garfield's incredible in this damn movie. And I will um, say, I as somebody who can't stand him. Yeah, his performance is excellent. Yeah, yeah. There is some weird, weird, weird stuff in this. Um, I'll just say there's a human that barks. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, but it, it goes into pop culture. This this songwriter dude who writes all these different songs and you know, um, kind of poking fun a little bit of it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's crazy. It is. It is a. It's a thrill ride in the sense of. If you like some weird ass shit and check this out, that's yeah. it. But yep. it is, it's kind of engulfed my brain in terms of what it all means and and what they're going for and all that kind of stuff. And people are going to take so many different things out of this movie. Um, yeah. It's not going to lay it out there for you. You have to piece things together. So, um, yeah, check it out if you like weird shit, man. But it is well done, well shot. It's got one of my favorite shots where they're they're in the lake and it overlooks kind of uh, L.A. and the shot is fucking gorgeous. It was like one of those shots I literally pr- pressed pause on and just kind of like sat there and like, damn, yeah, that is beautiful. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Wow. Nice pick. I didn't know that that one would land on this. Yeah, yeah. I it's not. Like I said, like my list is so unique from typical years, um, and yeah, 2019 puts some odd shit out there. Nice. Well, Hell yeah. Since this movie was voted okay last week, I'm gonna go with 1917. Okay. Oh yeah. Let's yeah. <laughs> just dropped an okay right off the jump. <laughs> yeah. like, okay. Yeah. I, I've heard this is an amazing movie. I'm just, I'm trying. I'm going to try to get into it. I'm not a war movie guy. Yeah, I'm not big on these types of movies. So, it, like right away, I saw the trailer. I was like, okay. I mean, I can see yeah. the appeal. Not for me, but yeah, yeah. I've heard how it was shot though. It's stunning. Yeah, yeah it's all. It's it's. They did the all one shot thing, which is which is pretty awesome. Uh, People love that. Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> And like to me, like one thing that's awesome is there's like no World War One movies. Like it's all World War Two. Yeah, this you're is right. Like, yeah, this is huh. a, a a unique look at that because you know, it, as primitive as World War Two was, World War One just in the twenty years before, like the technology went a long way. And there's, I mean, it's the whole trench thing is insane. Um, there's like. The, the the parts in the trenches you feel very claustrophobic about. Uh, oh, I'm sure. And uh, it, I don't know. It's just really good. And there, I mean, things happen in this movie. You're like, well, I didn't see that one coming. So uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I really want to see this as well. Yeah. I, I like I said, I saw that featurette about yeah. the the making of, and I I was very impressed yeah. with uh, that production. And is, Drew, is this is this one of those like need to experience in an IMAX sort of things? I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. And well, um, I said it the one to Tom and first of his name did a really good job as like one of the two guys that are going through that. And uh, okay. 
he was uh it's it's good to see some of those people break out of that game of thrones thing and like i think yeah, he, man. he's going to yeah. uh he's going to start it it's it's better than last christmas or whatever that was <laughs> sure. sure. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. I'm very excited yeah. to see that movie. I can't wait. That, that's uh That's a big one. Yeah. Big I know. One. Like just the like the stuff they do. Like, like I said, there's like it goes from like claustrophobic to very wide. Like in a in like that Kubrick shining kind of way. That's it's kind okay. of incredible. Yeah. Like you're you're just all of a sudden you know like you you go from like being like oh this open field to just like nope we're here and then we're back yeah <laughs> but at the same time you just have that sense of danger wow yeah I like that fucking a yeah I've yeah. heard nothing but good things from people who've seen it um, reviews are fantastic yeah, yeah I, I do want to check it out I just when I see a war movie it kind of goes to the bottom of my list of like. I'll watch it when I can. Yeah. I I get the same way about stuff, you know. Like, yeah. I know movies like Saving Private Ryan, how beloved they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Those types of movies for me, that's a one and done. Like, yeah. I watch that and I'm like, okay, I saw it. Well, it's it's like, that's the thing is uh, that's what I've heard is like this isn't necessarily the type of movie which a lot of war movies aren't that you go back to and rewatch and rewatch, um, yeah. but you see it the one time and you're impacted by it. Yeah. So yeah, sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, that's how I am with horror movies. I'll never watch Midsummer again in my whole life, but I'll remember every single frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There, trust me, man. There, there are movies like yeah. that that I, I am, I'm of the same, uh, the same mindset. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is, uh, I will. She was trying to get his attention. He didn't hear. Um, I, I, there are horror movies that I'll watch that I'm like, that was a lot. And that's all I need to do with that, that one time, you yeah, know, right. or like, uh, the movie 300, I saw that in the theater and I was like, okay, I'm good. You yeah, know, like yeah. I'm not, that's not one of those things where I'm watching that 10 times. So. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, we got a, we got a, another guest with us now. Yeah. Yeah. Got a new drafter. <laughs> you want to say something? Can what? you say anything? You can't. No, wait. saying anything can't was like in 1989. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't 2019. Yeah. What's his favorite? What if he said Epstein did? What if he said Epstein didn't kill himself? <laughs> like, Could you teach him that as his oh, first words? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll try. I'll see what I can do. Just over and over again, Epstein didn't so, kill himself. Just so Epstein. everyone, just so everyone knows, Andy's holding his baby son right now. <laughs> yeah, we should have. Yeah, we should have said that. that. He hasn't said anything, so he hasn't announced. Everyone's no, like, "What the just, fuck are they talking about?" He's just doing the <laughs> thing that uh, Liam Gallagher was doing. <laughs> we're trying to get him to he's... teach his penis how to say Epstein. <laughs> Uh, what, so, what was right, your, fine, what was little Whoops, dude poked him in the eye. I'm a good dad. What was the little dude's favorite movie of 2019, Andy? Do you know? What's your favorite movie of 2019. Um, you didn't. The farewell. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, he he loved that. Yes. Oh, oh wow, he liked us. Awesome! Yeah. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. yeah. Look at that, Drew. You got a yeah. you got a, some, a shout yeah. out there. What's up, Gray? Yeah. All right, everybody. So here's my fifth pick. Yeah. Uh, I went all in with this movie in our potties draft, and I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is. I think the movie deserves to be in uh, in my top five of the year. I'm going with Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. I fucking yeah. love the movie. Uh, yeah, fuck, yeah. fuck the haters once again. And uh, man, I don't know. 
I just really liked it a lot. Yep. Came full circle. I, yeah, I, I would you, – you would think people want that, but – Yeah. I, apparently not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do I know? I don't know. Everybody I talk to, and maybe it's because I just don't do online a lot, but, like, everybody was like, oh, that pleasantly surprised me. Like, that was – yeah. They came back strong. Yeah. Like that's everybody has yeah. like I've talked to has been like, yeah, they kind of was like, oh yeah, we'll get this. <laughs> my my uh, my only complaint remains the same that I my hope was that they would continue with Ryan Johnson's story that she was from no no uh, no great lineage yeah, that yeah. she was this nobody who became the, the last Jedi. You know, right, like yeah. that, that to me was a cooler story, but you know, I think a so. lot of money, you know, a lot of people's money involved. There. You know, yeah. you know, what's funny is I heard a theory about how this, like she shouldn't have went with Skywalker because the Skywalkers are kind of the ones that ruined it. And the I, Palpatines I, actually saved the day. <laughs> see, so that was my whole thing was I liked the, I, I would have preferred her to say, that her last name was Palpatine and say like, you know, no, I'm taking the name back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking it away from them. Yeah. 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 Fucking A. Yeah. Star Wars. People just also with this, anything Star Wars or any of these big movies, people just like to automatically hate, you know? So, Oh yeah. It's anger right out the gate. Yeah. Every time. Uh Uh Uh-oh. 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 Yeah, he's he's not into those haters. Good job, kid. After that account. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so is this uh I'm uh, number 5? Yeah, number 5. Okay, well, I've been I've been mulling this over as we've been talking and uh I I uh, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to go with it because uh, I genuinely just liked this movie that much. Um, it is, it's not every day that you can replicate something as fun as super bad, but then do it for a different generation. Yeah, and man. Make it just as funny. This is awesome. Make, make it just as smart. Uh, and just so happened to use, uh, Use Jonah Hill's sister in it as well. Uh, I, my pick Wait, what? is is Booksmart. Yeah, Booksmart. I did not know that. Which one's the sister? Uh, the 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 wow, the super smart talkative one. Oh, the wow! One the one that's not gay. That's his little sister. Yeah, I did. I had no idea. Oh, you that didn't is know awesome. that? No, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I mean the movie's so funny. It's so funny. It's so smart. It's it's got a lot of heart to it. Uh, I just I can't say enough good things about it. I really, really love that movie. Yeah. I, I think they did character. a great job. I love yes. the dude side character. Oh, I don't know his I, name, but he's amazing. Uh, it it was awesome. It's such a fun movie, man. I I I hope people are are discovering it digitally now because the release was kind of limited. So it's I on Hulu now. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, well, I so hope it's on Hulu are now. And uh, the cool thing on, on it also is the fact that they they put one of these types of comedies and um, had one of the girls be gay, and I thought that was an excellent choice because yes. it wasn't like they were fighting over a guy or anything. 
Right. You know, so that did, so that's, a their unique. friendship wasn't affected by that. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 Good, good movie. Very fun. All right. Uh, yeah. Andy, Grayson, what's your uh, three honorable mentions? All right, man. This is this is tough because I have way more honorable mentions than three. But I'm going to go with um, Give Me Good Boys. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have to say something. Yeah. 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 We're watching Good Boys. Uh-oh. And I was... Uh, I was... Uh, a I was a little cheebed. Um, and when the kid's arm is dislocated, I laughed so hard that I was, couldn't like, couldn't breathe. Like that fucking killed me. Arm hanging there. Just, Oh God. That movie, that movie was surprisingly fucking hilarious. Yeah. Not surprised. Yeah, I was. And like I just Will like, Arnett as the da- or uh, Will Forte as the dad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, love it. The love it. the innocent naivete of like when they're talking about like you don't <laughs> even know. Toys. Well that well that too. That too. <laughs> but like the whole like, yeah. the, uh, the whole Uh-oh. thing where they're like like trying like you gotta yeah. learn how to kiss. He's like, You saw that yeah. movie, do you wanna be kissing an asshole because you don't know how to kiss? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> uh, so funny. Uh, dude, it reminded me of it as a kid, like talking about stuff that we had no idea of, you know, yeah. about like sex yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so it reminded, like, I was a big, like, no, analyzing porn, out, like you, you knew know? what the fuck was going yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, um, the Stephen Merchant scene in that movie. Like, oh, oh yeah. Made me laugh. It's like, do I look like a pedophile? You look more like a pedophile than anyone I've ever seen. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, Yeah, this movie is incredible. Definitely check it out. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, number two. I'm gonna go with the last black man in San Francisco. Ooh, yeah, good movie. Another. So that was a a Plan B movie. So that's Brad Pitt's movie. Um, Not Brad Pitt's movie, but yeah. Um, I want him to snap him real hard on your. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, want to yeah, do it, yeah, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, Sounds like then, West Side Gun. Don't say the one word, though. Um, <laughs> no big words. Yeah. Um, last one I'll go with is uh, Shazam. 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 Yeah. That was a fun was superhero movie. 2019? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Early. Yeah. Yeah. Now I have like twelve other movies I want to talk I about, know. but oh, I I get it. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. Um. So I picked it my number one. So I'm just gonna, or you know, my potty. So Jane yeah. Silent Bob reboot. Yeah. That's kind of the only reason it dropped was because we've I've talked about it. Um. You know. You know what? I I had a conversation with somebody about this who was also a Kevin Smith fan yeah. like myself, and they. Because after I saw it, they're like, "What? so how is it? Is it the best thing he ever made? I said, no, not by a wide margin, but I don't think that's what he was trying to do. I, it's it's not so much a movie as it is. It's a vignette and the culmination of that universe. Yeah. Like it's, you know, like it's – I still think Chasing Amy and Clerks 2 are, are yeah. his, you know, standout movies. This is more of like 
here's a collection of these ideas and what, you know, this is the full circle of it all. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah. I, 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 that's, that's what that is to me. It's not the best thing he ever did, but as far as satisfying, yeah. it's one of the most satisfying yes! movies. Yes. That, he gives you, he, it's yeah. for the fans. Right. It's, it's definitely he's, made for the fans. Yeah, like yeah. he said, like then his Q and And how he rolled it out. It's yeah. infinity yeah. war. Like, yeah, yeah. it yeah. is. Yeah. It is absolutely like, infinity war. Like infinity. I mean, that might not be the best one of the 25 movies, but it's the one that puts it all together. So yeah, yes. absolutely. It, it, it's the full circle aspect yeah. of it. And, and this movie, it's also about the experience, not necessarily just the movie itself. Yeah. If there's a whole environment that comes to seeing that movie, and, and that's that's what he did. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm gonna go with uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. God, yeah. Yeah. Like. Even though Endgame was this year, this was my favorite MCU movie this year. It was it was, it was so good. damn good. It has now become my favorite MCU movie, uh, like ever. <laughs> really? It, it yeah, yeah, it has surpassed all of them. Oh. Um, because I can I like the, the Marvel it, movies are fine. Yeah. I'll watch them; they're fine. I don't I don't lose sleep over them. Yeah. I don't analyze them. They're popcorn movies. Yeah. I genuinely love miles morales like i i got invested in him and just i love everything about that movie wait miles morales you're thinking of into the spider yeah you're doing oh shit oh no i'm thinking Oh, yeah. I was thinking Spider-verse, that. No, yeah. no, this, no, yeah, this one was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the, uh, I like the animated is, uh, one. 18. That's, yeah. 18, okay, yeah. that's my favorite, that, that has become my favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like just, Far From Home, though, that was yeah. fun. Yeah, and, like, I think Gyllenhaal, like, killed it, like, I, uh, it was he good. He did great. Yeah. I, as a Mysterio, yeah. and Far From Home, I, I finally got to see this just a couple of days ago as well, yeah. and, uh. I, I thought this was the this yeah. is probably my favorite Spider-Man live action movie. Yeah. And, I would uh, say, you know what? While I'm on that Disney train, give me Lion King. That kid, oh. that kid, yeah. that kid that plays Spider-Man is the best Spider-Man. Oh, he's oh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, Tom Holland is the best Peter yeah. Parker. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just love the the transfer uh, that they did, you know, like the, the, just talking about Tony and dealing with Tony's death and all that. Like, yes, I love the, I love the way they, they continued on. Well, they made, yeah, they made him, he's a paternal figure. Right. And, um, and to make him that for, for somebody who didn't have that is, is, uh, is important to the storytelling. Yeah. Well, you guys uh, just decimated like most of my honorables, so I'm gonna <laughs> go with um... first. I'm gonna go. With... I, well, let me. I want to say the reason Lion King went to honorables instead of in my thing was because they did that switch up with the uh, with that one song. I didn't like that. Oh, didn't like that. Huh? Didn't like that. Okay. Me and, me and old Matt. Fair like, enough. Matt Bernelli. <laughs> You can you can have my good boys if I can have another honorable slot. So I'm gonna go with um, Rebel 
a Rebel Wilson joint. Oh, isn't, yeah. isn't it romantic? Yeah, I had that too. That was so this fucking was, this funny. This is a, a really fucking funny movie. Surprisingly fucking funny. I need funny. to see that. I love her. Liam Hemsworth. I love her. Liam Hemsworth is funny as fuck in this movie. <laughs> yes. Like, I laughed my ass off at that fucking movie. Um, and then he's, uh, he's essentially Christian, but like comedically. Yeah. Like uh, Christian from okay. Midsummer. He's kind of an asshole. <laughs> and then uh, very nice. Okay. Second, secondly, I think I'll go with Brightburn. Oh, did you guys see this? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yes, it's so fucking good. God like, damn, dude! Bright, I Brightburn. Wa- yeah, best superhero movie of the year. Could be. This is uh, this yeah. this is um, what's his face? Guardians of the Galaxy. James Gunn. James okay. Gunn. Yeah, and uh, it's about it's basically the story of Superman, but if Superman came here to be evil. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Bizarro. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> fucking good you guys gotta watch it, it it's fucking crazy dude. Yeah. like it's it is so hor- like the, the way they film it is so horror yeah and it's like the very yes. it's like the very first few steps that the the person with that type of power would would do before they take over the entire yeah. world and dude when yeah. it turns it turns so hard holy yeah. shit <laughs> it is dude this movie like fucked with me like yeah. And the shit that he did, and like the fucking this this the scenes where he's actually like fucking people up, yeah. like yeah, it's he doesn't just like kill people; he like fucks with them. Like <laughs> yeah, he, he takes them. he takes yeah, pleasure like, into it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes, it's there's fucking, a torture aspect. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. what was yeah. the guy's name in the boys? The Superman, Captain America guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, uh, what's his I'm really into the boys right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I know who you're talking it, about. It, what the hell is it shows like it. It shows the idea of like how corrupt power can be, yeah. right. but it takes it to this like Gonzo extreme that like. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited I love to watch Brightburn. this. Yeah, you guys need to watch it. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And uh, finally, I'll go with Doctor Sleep. Yeah, that was fun. Oh. Okay. I re- I really like yeah, yeah. I really like the uh the the shining aspect of like seeing seeing them use their powers in a situation where it's not specifically horror. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like this movie was yep. more of a of a fantasy thriller in my opinion. Yeah. than it was a horror okay. movie. Okay. Oh, it's it's a it's a total tonal shift from the right, shining. Yeah. Like but and and I loved that they even they shot it they shot it like like the shining was shot, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, like everything, it kind of it it matches in a way to yeah. me. I don't know. Huh? So I it's like a companion piece almost. Yeah. 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 Sure. It's, I need yeah. to check that out because yeah. Shining is one of my favorite horror movies. So oh, it's, it's it's filmed it's Danny, the yeah. little boy, as a grown up. Grown up, yeah. It's very. Oh, it's wow. Very, the, yeah. The direct the directing is Kubrick, but not Kubrick in a yeah. way. Like it, like okay. you can tell. I don't know. I don't know it's how to deliberately. Explain. It's deliberately made to look like uh, were Stanley Kubrick to have made this movie. Right. This is how it would look, but it's definitely like it's to me. It's like a parallel universe. Right. Yeah. Sequel. I also way. love like we were talking about earlier with the uh, that like it's just now a thing where you can just like no that never happened. But also in this one, it's like we're just gonna get this person that. Kinda looks like Shelley Duvall. 
I thought she. Yes. Like, I was I mean? actually really impressed with that. But that's I, what I'm saying, though. So they didn't take like the Star Wars route of like like the CGI. Her. Like yeah, they're yeah. just like, let's just get somebody that looks like her. Yeah, and that's good enough. I think that's like, actually that better because awesome. then yeah, yeah then you give an actress a chance to fucking be an actress. You know? Yeah. Or yes. or even yes. the guy Agreed. even the guy that played Jack Nicholson like he yeah. that guy was good man yeah. I mean like they did a really good job casting or, I was uh, super into it Scatman yeah. I was super yeah. into it. So yeah, Doctor Sleep, baby. Yeah. All right, uh, Wesley, what do you got, man? All right, so honorable mentions. Uh, first up, uh, the horror co- the horror community slept on this movie, and they fucked up by doing so uh, because that you will not find a more fun uh, horror movie going experience than last year than all uh, than this movie. Ready or not? Ready or not. Um, Hmm. That I I highly recommend you guys watch that movie. It's it good. Is. I've seen it. I've seen it. Very good. It, it's such a fun movie to watch. It's yeah. it's got all of the it's got all the all the right elements there, man. It's it's a great time. Um, yeah. uh, next up, um, it's uh, it was an independent film uh, made by uh, made by an indie filmmaker named Chelsea Stardust, uh, and it got it got a decent amount of recognition because. It had um, okay. <laughs> it, it had uh, Rebecca Romaine in it and uh, Jerry O'Connell. Um, movie is called Satanic Panic. Oh, and, okay. uh, hmm. I, I Never heard of that recommend. either. It's fun. It's a horror comedy, and it's a really good time. I think you um, talked about it last time you were on. Or I may have. Yeah. Actually, Zach. Oh, I, uh, Zach mentioned it. Oh, Zach, oh, Zach mentioned it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea is someone that we know. Um, she also uh, she she also did a segment for December, not unlike us. So yeah. okay. um, she's good filmmaker. It's a lot of fun. And then uh, my third one is uh, by uh, one of the up and comers of the LA film scene, a guy named Joe Bagos. Uh, his movie he made this surreal uh, '90s styled art house vampire movie called Bliss. Hmm. And uh, it's uh, when it gets gory, it gets real fucking gory. <laughs> but it's 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 a good time, man. It's a real it's a real mind fuck of a movie. But uh, highly recommend it. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's just three movies. Like, yeah, yeah there's I mean, a, there's I, a lot still out there. I'm, oh my I'm, god, so I'm many still shot, out there. Chapter two didn't get selected. I think we just talked about it yeah. so much in October. Yeah. But... yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, like, I mean, I. I want like, and I want to make sure too that I draw attention to some of these movies that, yeah. like, Shutter has picked up a lot of the best stuff that was floating around internationally. Like, yeah, Bliss uh, is on ha- Shutter. I saw that. Bliss is on Shutter now. Hagazusa, yeah. um, uh, Tigers, uh, Tigers are not afraid. Like, just really good stuff. Ah, there were some weird movies I wanted to talk about, and ah, okay, <laughs> what it is? Yeah, it it's is, the best. What it is what it is. This is it. Anybody? Yep, uh, anybody? It. Anybody trying to add drop or trade up or anything? No, I'm or, good. Uh, I, no, or I don't everybody think I can. has a steal? Huh? I said, or everybody um, has a steal. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Man, uh, God, do I want to add drop? Uh, no. I think I'm pretty locked in myself. Yeah. Yeah. God, I got a weird list. I just <laughs> realized it. that. 
This is good though, man. We just I can't believe I have mid yeah. I have midsummer and then a, a bunch of blockbusters. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here we go. These are the best movies of 2019. This is Andy's team of best movies of 2019. Number one, Parasite. Number two, Dolomite is my name. That's the name of the movie. I'm not saying that that's my name. Number three, <laughs> John Wick three. Number four, The Irish Man. And number five, Under the Silver Lake. For Drew's team of best movies of 2019. Number one, Jojo Rabbit. Number two, Knives Out. Number three, Us. Number four, The Peanut Butter Falcon. And number five, 1917. For James's team of best movies of 2019, number one, Midsummer. Number two, Joker. Number three, Aladdin. Number four, Terminator Dark Fate. And number five, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. And for Wes's... Team of best movies of 2019. Number one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Number two, The Lighthouse. Number three, I've reached Climax. Number four, Uncut Gems. And number five, Booksmart. Yeah. God. So, so many good movies and so many left out. I know. Yes. I know. Yeah. Yeah. There's only room for 20. Yeah. Man. Man, we sure? <laughs> we're sure oh. yeah, that's why it's at tough least, at least now you have like five uh in you know in the bag uh vegetable raisins yeah. if you ever need it yeah you can yeah, talk about those movies that you want to talk about <laughs> yep. if, if there's there's one movie that's off the wall that you guys could recommend to people what would it be that we haven't talked about uh, or, or you have just kind of something for for the people, a little a little extra credit, if you will. Okay, uh, yeah, I, I got one for you. Well, one we didn't talk about, which I was kind of, um, but I did I did really enjoy, and I I like the fact that he actually wasn't the main focus of it, which is weird. But Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood was very very cool. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, we don't we don't need to talk about it. We'll just yeah. throw them out there. You got one, Wes. Yeah, I do. Uh, the Man Who Killed Hitler and also The Bigfoot. I, I started watching that and I didn't get through it, unfortunately. So, Really yeah. fun movie, yeah. Sam Elliott's the shit. Yeah. Fucking A. James? Um, I watched a movie last night on Netflix 2019 called The Endless, and uh, it's not it's not good. I hated it, but yeah. it's a weird it's a weird ass fucking movie. I also got to say that's when, what it's <laughs> the that's one, what it's all about. The that's one right. Andy I thought was going with when he was like, uh, he was like unsure about. I thought he was going to go with Marriage Story, and I was going to be like, "Wow, that says so much about you right now." <laughs> I, you know, I, I can't watch that. I'm, I I want to, but I just I struggle to watch those types of movies because yeah. it's, it's not an energy I want in my head. Yeah. No, um, it's such a fucking like. I've like a mammoth play, you yeah. know. It's, I've, I've, yeah, heard, I've heard it's brilliant, but I just yeah. I can't. I've heard ScarJo um, and Adam Driver are amazing in it, but yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw these two out there. One is the weirdest shit that you will see of 2019. Uh, it's called Greener Grass. <laughs> it is it is fucking weird. Um, oh, that movie ruled. Yeah, and then. <laughs> And then uh, 
the, the last one I'll just kind of throw out to people is... Watch that movie Under the Influence, James. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I know would have been better if I would have watched it like that. I know that movie's weird because if Andy says the title of a movie and Wes maniacally laughs, that means that movie <laughs> yeah, is yeah. fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other one, I thought this was one of the best performances of the year, and we didn't mention it, so Honey Boy. Oh, okay. Okay. Ooh, All right. yeah, 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 nice, yeah. Nice. I, I like lo- I said, Shia LaBeouf had a year on him. I, yeah. I, I love that we've had uh, babies, dogs, cats, everything going on. Like this is this yeah. is beautiful. Oh, dude, yeah, it's a menagerie. So yeah. It's a it's a West Allen pod. What do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> but no uh, peas. Guys, um, if it is in a theater <laughs> near, if a theater is near you right now uh, that has this. Go see Color Out of Space. Richard Stanley has returned to the filmmaking fold. Nicolas Cage is the star. It's based on an H.P. Lovecraft story. Okay. It's got all, all the right elements. Go see that movie. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it'll be streaming in February. So. Oh, yeah. What's a pod with Wes Allen, if not long? Sorry, guys. It's just what it is. Wes, hey, it's Wes just like his uh, solid family unit. And, yep. and Wes, right. where can they follow your solid family unit? You can follow us at at WDWEM Podcast. New episodes every Wednesday, 11 a.m. Why Did We Ever Meet Podcast with myself and my wife, Ashley. That's right. And if you want... special appearances by the kid. That's right. Uh, There's going to be a segment coming soon. (laughs) And if you want to follow all the JabroniU Network shows at the Draft Pod, that's us. At JabroniU, that's the whole network. At JU underscore wrestling, that's our wrestling thread. At center of the U, that's Ben Center and Zach Shieldwalker telling you everything they want to tell you from their center of the universe. And then you also got at Flow and Tell Pod. So yeah. follow us all, review us all, hook us up, everybody, and we'll hook you up. Spread yeah. the word. Yeah. Spread the word. That's right. Hey, Oscars, listen, to, these listen to our pod and get it right. Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> a- actually also follow at Eastwood Ravine. That's uh, your boy, Daniel Salorzano. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. There we go. All right, guys. All right, boys. Yeah. Only I'm thing about left to, is... I'm about to, my battery's about to die. So. All right. Thanks, Wes. <laughs> hey, stay cool, everybody. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye.